Halo, Halo, and welcome to that wonderful week that has been E3 2021. Aye, we're back with episode 80, me mateys. Guys, gals, friends, and pals, what a turnaround it has been since last year. What was the calm before the storm sense of hype going into 2020's gameplay reveal, then met with a lukewarm reception, a delay, as well as a promotional rollout that was just missing the tagline, everything but the game, has finally turned into a positive sense of euphoria. Now fresh off this 2021 reveal of my new honey baby, Cortana 2.0, along with the first reveal of multiplayer footage. Adding to said euphoria, however, was the promise of more to come. And with that, we are here to kick off a discussion and analysis of yesterday's multiplayer overview. Now I've been talking so long, you're probably wondering, where is my better half? Well, without further ado, guys, gals, friends and pals, I'm your co-host, Joshi Washi, and joined with me as always, my buddy, my pal, my friend, the Aragorn to my Boromir, Brian Arvet. Brian, what up? What up? <laughs> that wasn't pre-planned at all, but that went really well. Heck yeah. Josh, I think it's interesting you said, uh, you know, the wonderful week that is E3 week, but I think the, the, the thought in the air is right now, Really, what's wonderful about it has been Microsoft Showcase. It's actually been a pretty poor showing for E3 this year. Really, the only one. And it's so weird that we're talking about this because usually Xbox is the, the one that gets criticized. But they're kind of the, the beacon of light this year around. Don't you agree? Yeah, well, I, mean, I guess you, you probably I mean, I still don't agree. feel good about their press. Yeah, process, I kind of I mean, forgot about that while saying that. But although, but yeah. to be fair, it probably is the best that we've gotten out of anything so far. Which but is, I, I know, more so mean specifically yeah. the Halo stuff. I think. Yeah. You know, it's in terms of Halo, it's a good time oh, to be a Halo, Halo fan again. When when we were going through like you know that um, January to May of 2020, the Halo content literally felt like. <gasps> You know, like, yeah. me, I need water, water, water. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Uh, people who are, who are here for it, they know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, we kind of mentioned this in our episode we released just a few days ago. We, we knew that something was going to be coming, a new a new video, a new little documentary about the multiplayer uh, was going to be coming very soon. Hell we yeah. mentioned we might be doing another episode quickly to cover that. And lo and behold, it happened. Here we are. So we're going to cover that Here we now. are, my lovelies. Yeah, and it was a really uh, cool, informative video. We got some awesome stuff to talk about. This is going to be a much shorter episode. If you haven't listened to the last one yet, it is four and a half hours long. But it is oh yeah, but great. what was the one before that? Ooh, juicy content. Uh, three and a half hours. <laughs> so, dude, I was actually We're not thinking going about for this. five and a half this time, guys. No, okay. I was actually thinking about this earlier this morning. I checked. I looked at the our podcast stats, and I went, "If you listen to our last two episodes, they can literally get you through every minute of an eight-hour shift." Isn't that crazy? That's insane, dude. That's insane. Yeah. For people like us who love like the longer the better, like that's great content. That's awesome. Like oh, I don't understand. Dude. There's people people like my wife. She's like I'd prefer an hour or less, and I'm like I just don't resonate with that at all. I just don't resonate. With no, that. I know. And a lot of podcasts I listen to seem to go for that. So. Yeah. So and I get I it. Get, but every time it ends, I'm like, I gotta wait a week. Yeah. I'm like I get thirty to forty five minutes in. I'm like, okay, I'm just warming up. And if they're like, all right, we're done. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. That's unacceptable. For sure. Um, but all right, guys, what we're going to do is we're going to start that video that released yesterday. It's a 12-minute video multiplayer overview. It's got some of the devs talking. It's got new footage. Kind of, They're going over some of the new things that will be in there. Um, we're going to line it up between each other, and we're going to play it, and we're going to talk through it. Well, that's how we'll start this episode. Once that's over with, that's about 12 minutes long. Josh and I will discuss what we saw, go into in-depth analysis of it, um, and then kind of get out of here. It'll be a nice, uh, quick episode. So, Josh... 
Let's move over to that video. Are you going to count three, two, one, and on one we'll hit play? Hell yeah. Okay, so go ahead. All right, three, two, one. Boom, here we go. Oh, mate. Okay. Contain content. I oh, love this, this new logo. Yeah, I was just going to say, the new logo is pretty sweet. It's the best logo they've ever made. It really implies <laughs> like they're the Halo developer. Oh, okay, if you're carrying a flag, so much shit going on right now. Multiplayer carnage, man. I love this. Oh, man. This feels like a big doc, you know, seeing it again. Yeah. This is this really gives me the, like, the bungee vibes of their, their Vidox, you know what I mean? I can see that. Oh, dude, Which girl's super cute. I watched this whole video to see if she had a ring on her finger, but I never got to see her hands. <laughs> she is really cute, but it looks like she's tired from late development. She does it's, look tired, but so, oh, yeah. so beautiful. Mm. Oh, this guy's my favorite person. He looks like the nicest guy. Oh, he looks so nice. Yeah. Yeah, so nice. I would mention his name if, if I had kept <laughs> Yeah, so we see the gravity hammer. It's getting these shots of the Spartans and everything. This was really cool, though, to see. I wasn't sure what we were going to get initially when this, this aired. Like, how long? I wasn't sure if we were going to yeah. get a half hour. A lot of confidence anyway, coming off this video. Joe Staten is sitting Just, there. Joe Staten, Joe Staten man. in 2021 you know is talking about a new Halo. You know what's crazy, dude? I, I love Joe Staten so much, and it's just, it, it, like, it makes me happy and sad to think if I go back and watch his, like, ODST reveal, he looks like he could, I could, he could almost pass for my age mm-hmm. back then. And now it's like he couldn't. <laughs> you know what so I much mean? time has passed. Like it's yeah. been so many years since ODST. Yeah, it's 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 been a while. Been a while since Joe Staten revealed ODST. Yeah, he's done so much since then too. Tell me why yeah. Crackdown Three, bunch of other Such stuff. Such a lovable dude. Yeah. This guy, man, with his easy top beard and the rat tail. Oh yeah, going he's on awesome. in the bag. Tom French, big musician. I can tell the guitar and everything like that. It's interesting. Uh, we do see some new people in this, like this guy here, Andrew Witz. I don't remember seeing him see, before. I, I'm probably wrong, but I just feel like half these people listen to the kind of music I do. <laughs> They're what? I feel like half of these developers listen to the kind of music I do, like heavy metal. Oh, yeah, I could see that. No, I could see that. I could definitely yeah. tell. I got that vibe, too. Oh, game, Seeing more beautiful. gameplay footage. This looks really cool, man. I've noticed a lot in this. Like, you're definitely... I'm seeing the outlines more of the sort of red versus blue kind of team stuff. And Does it make you feel worse, better, or the same? Uh, the same. I mean, we'll get into that kind of after. Yeah. Like, I still have concerns with it, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, I I, I need to play. Where, where does the uh, assault rifle design rank for you right now, Josh? Just vaguely, is it up in the top or lower? Uh, mid tier, mid tier. Actually, probably lower tier. I don't like it as much, but I don't mind it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like yeah. it a lot. I think my favorite is probably Halo Fours, but yeah, Halo Fours or one. One's kind of hard. I loved Halo Threes, but I don't think many other people do. So yeah, Halo Three is probably my least favorite, honestly, just because it's probably mostly because of the sound, though. I get that. I get that. Oh, definitely. But uh, this is I'm, where okay. So David Garza talks about the sandbox, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure uh, late night gaming is levitating out of his seat. <laughs> Quinn Del Hoyo is talking. Great to see Quinn again. Quinn Del Hoyo. So see him. Look at that grenade bank right there. Yeah, That's man. Dope. Quinn Del Hoyo has become one of those deve- Halo developers that we just love and hold in a in a high tier, which is so funny because when Josh and I first saw the Halo Five uh, gameplay reveal way back in the day, where they were, they unveiled that everything was going to have aim down sights. Quindell Hoyle is one of the first people they showed, and we hadn't seen him before. And I remember just like being so upset with Halo Five having aimed down sights uh, back yeah. then and not knowing much about it. And I just remember looking over at Josh and being like, "I don't like that guy." And I love that guy now. I love <laughs> yeah, I remember Quindell that. Hoyle. Yeah, I remember that. He's synonymous with three four three now. I can't. Yeah, I just can't imagine it without him. I would never want him to leave. I remember when he got. I can't remember where I heard it, but it, it, he got promoted or whatever. He got the different position that he had for Halo 5. And I remember thinking, oh, no, because I was like, I'm happy for him. But I'm like, I don't want what I did like about Halo 5 to be 
changed. You yeah. know, <laughs> like I let him stay in his place because he exactly. did so good at what he did. But now he's he's Josh. He's, while you were talking, um, something they they showed off here and announced that I've seen I've seen a couple people be upset with, but I, I think most people are okay with it. Is they're moving the uh, overshield and like camo abilities that have been pickups on the map. They're making them. Now, instead of just walking over it and it automatically applies, you pick it up, you can activate it when you'd like, but if you die with it, then somebody else can pick it up. What do you Pretty think crazy, that? yeah, and then we just also saw the Warthogs that now can sometimes get their wheel shot off, and then they have that sort of doomsday effect of they take a lot of damage, they're going to eventually just detonate, and it's up to you to decide whether you want to hang on and or get off. Yeah. Now what we're seeing about footage of the Razorback. Thoughts on that, Brian? Uh... Well, it's interesting because I don't think like they really said in this video, but if the Razorback can actually hold like people in the back, like it looks like, that uh, can like fire and act kind of like your Warthog turret, I think the Razorback could be an awesome big team battle, you know, vehicle. Because like you said, if you're carrying a turret and a flag, and then you got a couple buddies in the back defending you, that could be super badass. Yeah, I can see that vehicle being really good if you're trying to make a flag run for sure. Yeah, we'll get into that more later, but definitely, Absolutely. definitely a cool feature. Hmm. I'm loving seeing, um, you know... Oh, Fernando Reyes Medina. He looks yes. like... Such yeah, a I nice love that dude. dude. I don't know him, but, like, yeah, love him. Yeah. Valhalla vibes right here. But uh, look at that turret. That's really cool. Hands gripping onto that. Oh, my gosh. Guys, uh, as we're watching this, I went back and I watched this earlier this morning in, like, 0.25 speed on YouTube, and I was, like, dissecting it. It was awesome to watch yeah. this. Josh really visually, what an upgrade. Okay, I'm actually really now. We've we found out more now since our last episode, and yes. I really love the whole pelican like dropping off. Yeah, ordnance drops are confirmed to just be a way of their respawn. new version of spawning. So, like instead of being vehicles and weapons spawning out of thin air, it'll make me feel more like part of that world. Yeah, I mean, I it sounds fine to me. I mean, I have my concerns, but it's only because it's a new thing. You well, know Josh, tell I mean? me like, if you agree, but like first. just with. With this being like the classic Halo big team battle, but up to 24 players and having like the Pelican dropping stuff off and all that, mm -hmm. I think for the new generation who might be playing this free to play and you know Twitch streaming and stuff, yeah. this might feel like a really new innovative multiplayer compared to what else is on the market. I hope so. And that's a really good point you make, dude. I hope so, because if that does do well, then man, that's going to be so refreshing and inject some new life into that market that's just been Battle Royale, that's just been like... Yeah. All these different types of looter I, shooters and yeah. we, we, we I don't want to share in there. I don't want to upset anybody, but like I really feel like this was such a smart, strong decision to not do a, a battle royale. Like I, I feel like that would have been the wrong move. Um, yeah, I wouldn't want it at launch. I, I want it for people who want it, but like maybe this game will come out and people will be like, "Man, I don't even know if I want that now." But uh, yeah, yeah, it's its own thing. Um, sure Josh, this is something that we we posted about on the Twitter after this video that really blew up. People are really liking. You can have your own custom AI in Halo Infinite multiplayer. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that yet. Really, really split. Really well, split. I actually feel a lot better about it now, Josh. Because correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like it's going to be more or less just a combination of cosmetic and audio. Like you're not, it's not actually going to be helping you at all as much as it's going to be in your ear going like, oh, the flag. Yeah, that part's fine. Stuff. That part's, I mean, that's yeah. better for sure than what it I was. It doesn't seem like it helps with gameplay, which is worrying which is good. about. But uh, yeah, now we're seeing the this new guy, waypoint stuff. Yeah, we're going to get more app. of that soon here. So that's interesting. We'll talk Probably about that more later. <laughs> but yeah, seeing these different menus. This guy reminds me of Jonnen. But John is oh, that dude has so. the biggest official NES collection ever. That's what I get. Dude, that dude had some five uh five E D and D books in the back. I saw that shit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's a D and D dude right there. So cool. This guy talking right now reminds me of Dan Ayub. <laughs> I can kind of see that. He's the new Dan Ayub. Yeah, I'm not sure why. Uh I miss, I miss Dan Ayub. Halo stuff yep. for sure. 
And when I saw that I one love dude earlier, the though, I was like, is that? I was like, is that Jonnen? I was like, he's working at 343. He never told us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. That, that guy right there. That guy right there. But yeah, I know Jonnen's far more about. handsome. Not that this guy's not handsome. Yeah. He's nice nice save, hair. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, I don't know. There's so much to take in this. That's why I had to go back. I've watched this like three or four times now. And then that one, the last time we watched it, yeah. or I watched it before this, was uh, at point twenty five speed because it's just like. All this highlight real stuff has given me so much. I'm usually not a person who likes to go frame by frame and dissect stuff, but I was like, you know what? I got to do it. And I learned so much from it. Even seeing this map right here, which looks to be like a training ground map. Really cool. I love how that sniper We're seeing looks. that same screenshot before of all the Spartans in their poses, which looks yeah. really cool. Really badass. I want that 343 hoodie, Brian. Uh, Yeah. Put it up on the store. I'll pay. <laughs> what do you think of that samurai armor? I think it looks awesome. I actually like it more. I've, I've never been a huge Hayabusa fan, so I actually like yeah. this a lot better. Um, it does. Josh, what are your thoughts on the, the whole Battle Pass thing? That made people really happy. I'm happy for people. Um, and I think, honestly, it's it's the least predatory one I've ever heard of because the biggest thing about it that they kind of expressed in this that's made a little more clear uh, online is that, you know, when you buy a Battle Pass, they, don't, they haven't even said yet if it's going to cost money or if it's, like, points or something like that, which I assume it's going to be money, but... You know, if you buy it, it never the stuff for that never expires. So if you buy into it and you don't even unlock everything, but when that season expires and that battle pass, you can still get it years from now as long as you bought yeah. into it, which is just great incentive to still at least buy into it, earn that stuff later on. There's no, there's as little, uh, there's just no, there, there's so little bit of FOMO, which I think everyone yeah, worries about. Yeah, I think it about, might like, be a new industry standard, which is yeah. pretty awesome. We could definitely do that. I really like Commander Lorette. I don't have enough to, to like her from. Like, they haven't told me enough, but, I mean, I don't. I just think only, she's, she's cool. Only the issue I'm kind of having so far is she reminds me of how 343 tends to take Halo 4 and 5 a little more serious, and I don't like that as much. I like yeah, the balance. Yeah, I kind of get that. When, when I say I miss, like, the Bungie-type Halo, I never mean, like, the graphics. I never mean... Mo I, mean I, I really specifically the, just mean, like, how the world events felt serious, but, like, the characters sometimes knew how to crack a joke here and there. Although there's probably people David who are like, they do that in Halo 4 and 5, but you guys know what I mean. It's it's still different. But not bad. David Ellis, I see him on Twitter all the time. Love that yep. dude. Mm. Avery yeah, Johnson, Spartan Academy, Academy thingamajiggy. Do you think this Academy will get used a lot, Josh? I, I think it will, but my, my first thought when they first announced it was, that's probably something I wouldn't use much, but it seems like they put a lot of thought into it. I think it actually will be probably... You yeah, know. I think most, I mean, I'm going to try it out. I might even do all of that, like the trade. If they have some kind of little tutorial thing, yeah. I'll probably try it out before I even jump into the multiplayer just to see what the bots are like and everything and just to get, you know, refreshed on everything. But uh, I think it's awesome it's in there. I'm really happy that they You know what I love? So Unishek's talking right now. You know what I love about Unishek is, like, despite him being, an, I mean, an awesome part of 343 who, you know, it's, I'm very glad he's there. He has this look on his face like he's just happy to be there, and I love it. You know, yeah, he's he's wearing the smile on his face for sure. Yeah. Love to see also, that guy. I, we failed to mention that this video we're, we're watching is actually number one trending on YouTube, which is awesome. Yeah, over a million views at the moment. Yeah, that's insane. That's a good sign though for it. <laughs> what a turnaround, man! What a turnaround. It's nice yeah. to have this momentum. I'm so glad a year, like a year ago. Although it's it would have sucked to go back then and and you know know that I would have to wait a year for it to get to this point. But that's just yeah. I'm glad we're here finally. It's where we thought we were going to be. Wendell Hoyo has this, like, I get this vibe from him that he's, like, he's really good at, like, 
zeroing in on the target of like his goal, his goals with the game, and just mm-hmm. like drowning out criticism or loud noises. Like I feel like he's just very focused person. <laughs> yeah. Uh, seeing more gameplay, the last bits of it, oddball, someone getting whacked in the head, seeing a ghost, Needler going off on people. I love that oddball makes me think of our show now. (laughs) Oddball. There it is, guys. My throat now after doing the what's up. (laughs) I love how the sniper looks. I just love everything. Root hammer, Halo. You know, something, the video just came to an end. Something that people complained about a lot last year uh, that seems to be removed is the the honeycomb effect over the recharge shields. So that's gone. I'm noticing that on the Spartans, though, kind of. Yeah, I mean, but it's not in the actual, like, your first person view. You know what I mean? That's true. But, uh, well, well, yeah. yeah. That is it for the video, um, Josh. What do you? What are your immediate thoughts watching that video again? Does it does it take you back to the the Bungie Vidoc days at all? Or it does. It makes me really excited, man. It, it, that's that's one of my that and um, that and the stuff with New Cortana is honestly what, like what's really gotten me hyped about Halo again. That was awesome to see. But the the multiplayer stuff itself, definitely cool to see the focus. Uh, doesn't seem like they're really doing a Warzone. It seems like Warzone has has merged into Big Team Battle for this new version, and uh, seems like that's pretty damn exciting for you, Brian. Someone being who who gets a lot of their Halo multiplayer fun out of Big Team Battle. How does this look for you in terms of fun? I think this is the most excited I've ever been for the multiplayer aspect of Halo since since probably hmm I was probably Halo Three. Dude, Halo Three. I mean, because yeah. because like and when Halo Three was first shown off, I was like, oh man, cannons, bubble shield, you know, the Hornet, all this stuff, you know, sand trap, the elephant. It was Those all this new times. stuff I hadn't seen in Halo. Right. And now with this, I'm seeing you know all these new equipment items. I'm seeing the the grapple shot. Um, I'm seeing uh, the the new uh, vehicles, and I'm just like, this feels like the first time in a while that they've really brought in some truly new stuff. Um, it just looks like it's so much fun to play, and I, I was somebody who played Big Team of Battle a lot when I was younger, and I just it just didn't really exist in five, in my opinion. And in a way, like it existed technically in five, but in a way that I think its DNA was still there. I, I don't feel like the DNA of Big Team Battle was there. I can't imagine a single person who would disagree with you. Like yeah. it was there. I tried it, but man, it was never fun because the Warzone was there, but it was a separate thing, you know. Right. So this no, team the core Big taking- Team Battle experience just. It was an afterthought. Yeah, and actually, you know, we can we can mention this now, Josh. Something we wanted to mention yesterday. We, were, Josh and I, were talking off the podcast yesterday, and we initially started the conversation by saying, like, yeah, Halo, uh, Halo Infinite seems like it's really taking from. I think we start off we're like it really takes from Halo Three and and Halo Four and some Halo Reach vibes, Glad whatever. You remember that? Yeah. And then and then and then suddenly we were like, well, then I uh, I think Josh started off by saying it, and then I was like, well, I also definitely see some Halo One vibes, and Josh is like, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And then I was like, um, well, I also see some like Halo Five vibes, and then Josh's like, oh yeah, yeah. And then I was like, okay, well, I don't really see any Halo Two or ODST vibes. And then we were like, well, then Josh was like, well, what about that map that looked like it was straight out of New Mombasa in Halo 2? And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm seeing some Halo 2 vibes also. Yeah, and then reach and then customization like, and, yeah. And then with ODST, we started seeing vibes of that too. And then we were like on the phone, we kind of had the self-realization. that's like, this game really does seem like the best of the franchise. Like, it's like a, it's a, a best of game. You know, they've they taken all the best elements. Yeah. yeah, and you see that in the campaign. You see that in the multiplayer. You know, you have the grunts from 343. You have the grunts from Bungie. You have... Uh, you know, like reach kind of customization. You have some kind of Halo One aesthetics, Halo Three aesthetics. I mean, there's just such a great blend of all of it. And so far, from what we've seen, it really seems like they've taken the things that we love and none of the things we we don't. You know, 
Yeah. So uh, I, I can't wait to play this actually to, to really see what this is like. Cause you know, it's one thing to see it and it's another thing to play. And sometimes you just know when you're going to like something and I feel like I'm, I'm really going to enjoy this, but it seems so different too, that I like, I'm really hungry to dive in just to see how I feel about that stuff. Like, especially the Spartans not being red versus blue anymore. Like that's probably the biggest thing for me. And I don't mm-hmm. like I'm middle ground with it, but I'm, I'm excited overall for most people because I mean, that's the whole point of doing the battle pass, right? We already talked about it in the last episode, but why would you potentially pay money or invest all this time to get your, your specific color or whatever, uh, and then go into that and it's just always red versus blue. I mean, like, here's the truth, guys. The truth is no if they want to go free to play multiplayer with cosmetic monetization, if they still kept red versus blue in the game, it would completely tank the monetization potential and all the profits. I mean, it would it would cut it in half or more because people would soon realize most of the multi, most of the games they played, they weren't represented with the stuff right. they purchased. So people would just dipped out, you know. So Yeah. No, I think I it's the right move. And I know there's people out there who are going, well, if they just hadn't made it free to play and just made it come with the game at $60 and, and didn't have any microtransactions. Yeah, I mean, like the benefit of that would be that it's got to evolve. It's got to yeah. grow, you know, and you like this keep... is the best way to be modern with it. I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry, man. It's the best way no, to be fine. modern with it, but also try to keep it classic. I, you can really see them trying to strike that balance there because it's like it. You said it before in one of the last two episodes, but like. We just can't, you can't look, you can't expect a Halo like what we used to get in 2021 and have it be as successful as things like Fortnite and, you know, some of these other games. I mean, there's so many, but like, I'm not going to go into all that, but yeah. You know, and that's the thing too, is like, I feel like, you know, people always look at it from like a consumer mindset. Like people go, well, why does it, they say, Brian, Josh, why does it need to, to be up there with Fortnite or Apex? Why can't it just be where it's at is Halo, it's its own thing. But like, look at it from the developer's perspective. Look at it from... 343 and these people who are putting their blood, sweat, and tears into making this game. Right. They want this game to be as successful as possible. They want it to be played and enjoyed by as many people as possible. And they'd severely be limiting their game if they just did the typical $60 comes with... You know, and the thing is, truth be told, $60 still comes with everything. It's just it also is free-to-play multiplayer if you don't pay the $60. So you're not losing anything there. But... If you decided to release the game with no microtransactions and you have to pay $60 to play the multiplayer, maybe you're gaining your red versus blue. Maybe you don't have to see microtransactions in your game. But what are you giving up? You're giving up potentially millions of players that you would have brought in if the game was free to play. And then, you know, you combine this with their whole, it's playable on Xbox One all the way through Series X. It's on PC. It's on xCloud. It's going to be so accessible for people to play this game and they're just gonna i think they're gonna see a bigger player base than they've ever seen i mean you know no absolutely dude you can see i think we can all see now where they wanted to be at a year ago where like you can see like a year ago i'm thinking man we're only seeing like 12 minutes whatever this was right and i'm thinking in my head like there's got to be so much that they have worked on for so long that they're itching to show us that they know we're gonna like freak out about in love and I feel like we they've finally been able to get to that point where we're starting to see that and get really hyped and everything. Yeah, I mean, it's just like we mentioned uh, prior before we had a 343 dev come in our Discord a year ago. And basically, you know, he, he told us yep. the second the second he started talking to us, he's like, right off the bat, can't say a damn thing about Halo <laughs> yeah. Infinite. So you can talk to me, but can't say anything about Halo Infinite. And, uh, you know, it was kind of like, I think Josh or, I think it was Josh made a comment about like, you know, I can't wait to see, you know, what goes I on. I said, I, you know, I imagine you guys are always sitting back there, like, 
you know, kind of rubbing your hands together like, you have no idea, you know. And then didn't he share that gif? Right? Yeah. Like he shared the gif of like Michael Caine being like, you have no idea. Like basically you guys don't even know the beginning of what's coming with this game. So right. um, Josh put in the hard work beforehand of going through and really picking apart this video and getting some screenshots for us to talk about. So I think I'll let Josh take the lead here. We both have these images pulled up with some talking points. Josh, go uh, take us over. Brian, show me your, your screen real quick. Is that the first yep. image you got? Yep. Okay, perfect. Yep. Yeah, so uh, the first thing about this screenshot is we're looking at a, it was a, this dude shooting in scope, um, this one dude running with the oddball. What I think is pretty cool about this is if you look, Brian, you can actually see on the upper right, it shows the ammo counter for that, which is yeah. really cool. Yeah, it's one of those things scope. I feel like in the game, you know, we don't, we're not going to be thinking about because you're focused on shooting stuff, right? Even if it's in mm-hmm. campaign, but like, I love that that kind of stuff's in there. And again, visually, you can just even see some of the surfaces looks amazing. I don't know. Well, there's not going to be like, you know, sometimes when you played before, it'd be like you're shooting, you're sniping a guy, you're shooting a guy and you're like, okay, he's about to die any moment. And then you run out of ammo and you didn't realize it. Now you might be able to kind of like plan your yes. stuff. Yes. There's another good screenshot of that later on that we'll get to, but we'll go over to the next one. Okay. Uh, the we second the one, nothing here. too big from this one. I'm just happy to see that the kneeler's back. And what we briefly got to see since everything happened so fast, dude, looked pretty freaking damaging like I liked. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the need, pretty much since I think what happened was Halo 2 came out and Bungie realized the kneeler only was competent at all if you had two of them fully loaded. So then with Halo 3, they're like, okay, it's not a dual-wield weapon anymore. It's not a dual-wield weapon and... It's it's like more of a light. It's almost like a light power weapon almost. Right. That's kind of what they've stuck with since then. So. Yep. Yeah. Going over to the next image. Uh, nothing uh, special the, about this one too much aside from the freaking detail that's on that shotgun, that twelve gauge. Yeah. You can see the wording and everything. Yeah. I just, dude, the comparisons to last year. I mean, can we talk about that? Like that is yeah, impressive. It's it's crazy because I'm I'm one of the like staple people of like I was happy with how it looked last year. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of hard. Like, if, if you were going to be someone like me who stuck to the, like, it looked fine last year, well, they've given us so much reason this year for the people who are complaining to go, see, Brian, see, look, they can yeah. improve a lot because <laughs> it looks a lot better. Brian, if, okay, looking back in 2020, if after seeing that, if dude, if a dude, if 343 dude manifests from the future and says, Brian, <laughs> look at this screenshot from Halo Infinite in 2021. If if you let us delay it, it would look this good. Would you be like, if the graphics are the only thing that need to be improved, hypothetically, would you have had them delay it just so it can look that good, or would you be like, no, I'll still take the okay, game? That's kind of a nuanced question, but it is. If if the if this you know future 343 employee told me that the game was completely done, content yes. ready to yes. ship, yes, but it could look prettier. I would tell them just to release it now and and give us a Series X patch later or something. Like there's so many people, some people I feel like listening. I don't give like I totally get that. Other people are like, guys, I don't give a damn about graphics. I do not. That's why I wanted to ask because no, Brian, shits about graphics. Yeah. Now, but to say that's why I said it's a nuanced nuanced question because you can look back at the episode from last year. Me and Josh were 100 percent okay with the delay right from the get go. So. It's not that I needed the game last year. It's just that if the game only the graphics aren't the, no. the graphics aren't enough for me to think you no. Play. And even though but we've it's, always it's obvious disagreed they needed like, they needed the year for more than just graphics, right? And even though we've always disagreed on budgets and, and game development and stuff like that, like the graphics just for you personally have just never been. That's not an essential part for you. No, to I mean enjoy I feel like I feel experience. like back 
when the 360 PS3 generation started, that's when I really remember graphics being in their heightened sense of these things matter a lot because it was yeah. like it would remember remember the videos that would always go up for every game. Which game look does the game look better on PS3 or Xbox 360? And it'd always be an argument or a battle. And you know, but yeah, nowadays, dude, everything looks so good. You know, like I yeah. people like to share that screenshot of Halo. I actually saw it today on Resetera. People like to share that screenshot of Halo Infinite last year. They posted which it's like a it's like from the side and it's a bunch of Covenant. It's a bunch mm-hmm. of Banished and they yeah. and the and the graphics were you know, less than ideal. And I'm like, everyone's like, oh, how did 343 release this image? It looks so bad. And I'm like, no, it didn't. It looked really good. It looked completely fine. Like, it didn't look anywhere near as good as, like, Last of Us 2 or Horizon Zero Dawn. But, like, it still looks leagues above what we saw five, ten years ago. I, I just, yeah. But anyway, so I'm on my soapbox. No, I don't. There, Even though so. I feel differently, like, that's why I wanted to ask. Because, I mean, i just curious. When I see detail like that, I'm like, wow, that looks cool. Yeah. But at the same time, this is a screenshot I'm not going to be looking at this in-game as, as much. I'm not going to be noticing the text on the weapons and stuff. The other thing is on that image specifically, if you look on the left and it shows that somebody killed somebody else, like red killed blue, right? Yeah. Okay. I hope that they change the transparency on that text because it just doesn't... Look at the red there with the gun. Like, that just doesn't... You can't really read it well. Read. Yeah, a little hard to read. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that, I suppose. Um, and I don't really have this anywhere else in there, but what, what do you think what you've seen from the MK50 sidekick? I, thought, I think it looks pretty good. I think it looks awesome, and from yeah. what I've heard from, I, I never, once again, I never had to complain about it, but from everyone I've heard who did complain about it last year, mm-hmm. they now love it. Yeah. So. Got to give it time. Got to give it time. Great job. Next image. Um, all this one was is, it looks like there's an option to pick up a Pulse Carbine. Brian, was that in other Halo games, or is that new? No, but it was, I'm pretty sure that was a weapon that was used in last year's gameplay demo. Okay, right I after, do remember that. No, I do remember him yeah, picking that up, yeah. but I couldn't, I just... It's nice seeing these logos and stuff like that. Get that gets me excited. It gives me an idea of like what this stuff's gonna look like when I'm moving on the fly um, in these maps. Um, the next one after that, um, that's where you can see you see his hands. Yeah, it's got that honeycomb look. Okay, I got a hot take here. Okay, let's hear it. I think that looks badass, and I love it. The honeycomb. Yeah. Okay. Well, now when people. Co- when people complained last year, so to, for context for you guys, last year when you watched the the gameplay demo of Master Chief on Zeta Halo, um, when his shields would recharge, there was this honeycomb effect that would come over the UI. A lot of people complained about that. I thought that was a reasonable complaint because it was, even though I, once again, I know it's hard to make me upset with that stuff, but with the when it with the honeycomb effect coming over the UI, it kind of was intrusive to your vision. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I thought that was pretty fair, but this year we're not seeing that anymore. It looks like that's removed, but we're seeing when Spartans get shot, you can see their energy shields that have always been, that have always been there over the top of Spartan armor. You can see that it really has a lot of detail now. It shows this honeycomb energy shield effect over your right. armor. I think it looks super futuristic, super like it, it fits in with the cannon. I think it looks badass. I love it. The vibe I'm getting from Josh, not a fan, right? Definitely do not like it, but it could be one of those kind of things. I play it and I'm like, cool or i don't even think about it so you think it's like distracting or just doesn't look very good or what? i think it's a little bit distracting but also just aesthetically not very uh okay. not very pretty but um still cool still cool it could be something that i really come around to um the other thing is we're i got another screenshot of this later but this map looks awesome is this the I new one, looks, one i think so but yeah. um i but love yes it. it takes it me looks, back to outskirts dude it does right it looks like i could like 
hop my way out of that level, like pretty much, and go on yeah. the rooftops. And There's everything. like a jackal sniper up there. I get severe anxiety, dude. <laughs> that'd be. <laughs> no one said that yet, but you should like post that on Twitter or something. That'd be hilarious. Oh, I know what we need to do. I'm not good at. It. I need to get somebody to just Photoshop a jackal sniper up get there a and make a, like there. a yeah. meme post about it. Yeah, on that. Yeah. Um, and it looks like someone is on top in that screenshot above the player he's shooting at. Yeah, there is a player above the cafe area on top there. So I figured you can get up there. I think they do do that in one of the gameplay sections. But it's just interesting because I, when I first saw that, I was like, I'm not sure. But another thing is, as you see on the far right side, a blue silhouette of a teammate. Do you see that person mm, on the far right side? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Back. That, so again, that's where it comes back to the sort of red and blue outlines. You can see a little bit of red in the player that's being shot. Yeah. That stuff actually looks kind of cool. When I first saw the blue stuff, Brian, I thought to myself, mm, I don't like that. Like, I don't want to necessarily see the whole player's outline because that's what I can do in saved films in Halo 5. Yeah. But the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm thinking, it might be kind of cool to see that over their service tag. And the reason being is I look at the screenshot and I'm thinking, if I'm that guy with the pistol right there shooting at that player, I'm going to be low-key pissed at that dude over there. I'm like, what is he doing? He is away from combat right now. That's going to be one of those players I cannot stand. I'm like, what are you doing over there? What's your journey? What's your what's your mentality? Trajectory. Yeah. What's your? Yeah, I don't think Josh is a big fan of the people that enter multiplayer and just go. Yeah, and just run around. <laughs> and go, I get it though. No I get point. it though. Everyone plays these for different reasons, and I don't expect people to be on that same level. And sometimes I don't even want to be. So I'm sure most people. That's the thing too is that I think when people hear that stuff, I think, well, I hope when they play with me, they don't think I'm going to be like, let's go, let's go, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. Because I'm pretty laid back when it comes to that shit. Yeah, so. Josh, I'm somebody who doesn't play competitively a lot, and Josh is pretty good to play with. So I appreciate that, Brian. Um, next screenshot: the spike grenade. It looks like you can pick up, which I figured is like a safe assumption, but it's just really cool to see that. You so know, happy that's back, dude. So happy. I loved using that in Halo Three on like it's high the ground. only. In, in my opinion, it's the only grenade that ever fit as well with Halo as the OG frag and plasma. Like even yes. the the incendiary grenade, the pulse grenades, they never took off for me. You know. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it, it felt still similar to the plasma and that it could stick people, but dude, it had such a satisfying sound. It really sounded like it hooked into them with a yeah. metallic thud. You know. Yeah. The clink, you know, like I love that. Anyway, super happy that that's back in there. I'm just, I can't wait for the brute weaponry and even what that means for campaign. So, like grapple shotting onto a brute, throwing that on his face and everything. Oh, it's so It's sad. crazy because I can remember a point in time back when Halo 3 was coming out. I was thinking, like, man, I miss fighting elites. I, I, I don't want to just fight brutes. But to me now, brutes are just as synonymous. synonymous are in, baby. They're just as synonymously as awesome. Give me those brutios. Yeah. Brutey butt cheeks. Yeah. 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 Next image. Yeah. <laughs> The next uh, image. This okay. is the most important one. This is where we get our first look at the full heads-up display here. So on the lower left, you can see the motion sensor, and you can see what says Canal. And mm -hmm. up top, Slayer enemies, seeming to imply Team Slayer. You see some of the icons on the lower right with the weapon, the ammo counter, things like that. But in the front and center, you see what looks to be the score, the scoreboard, right? So you see 0 and 0, and then in the middle, you see 12 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, so... I saw some people talking, and there was some speculation as to whether or not this could be point-based, similar to Halo 4. But we're going to get into that with the future screenshot. But it's looking like that's more based, if I had to guess, more based on experience. Like, if you see points pop up, that's probably going to your progression experience. So one thing that guy mentioned, too, in the video, I don't have it in my notes, Brian, but when they were driving the Warthog, and the dude that's showing the wheel getting popped off, the one guy's talking about how, like, 
his he's in the driver's seat and the gunner's like taking down people and he'll see metal pop up say kill assist kill assist kill assist and i thought of you because i thought you loved that stuff in the beta yeah of halo 5 yeah because i mean call me call me a, a plea but i'm like i actually oh. get something out of assist medals like i know for a lot of you know gamers if they're not the one getting the kills they're not happy but like right. I, as i've said on prior episodes if you don't bring your team negative with your K, like your KD and you assist a lot. You're still a very vital player. Like me hanging back and pecking at people so that Josh can finish them off makes him have a better time, makes our team be better. So for me, getting assist medals actually, I think that's great. It's just, it's the role I fit. It's kind of like, it's like a know your role type thing. It's like, I know that I'm not a one man army kind of player. I'm just not that good. But if I can play strategically, sticking with my team and helping them take opponents' health down, I'm a I'm a vital asset to the team. So absolutely, dude. I remember that being so good for you because it was like, it's it's almost a killing of itself popping up. It's like, yeah, I'm actually doing something to help my team. It gives the feeds yeah. those positive um, neurons or whatever. Yeah, uh, this, but, uh, no, this mountain, cool. this that? mountain in the picture reminds me so much of Reach's uh, winter contingency level. I could see that. I could definitely see that. And, dude, speaking of that, it's so cool you mentioned it because just the detail there is so pretty. Like, the draw distance, you can see the tarp over that one part of the building. This game just looks beautiful. You can see the shadowing there. Um, dude, I'm just so happy with all that. But I'm so happy that it looks like it's going to be still first to 50 with Team Slayer, which I kind of yeah. assumed. But um, still, and there's a 12-minute timer for now. Um, but the heads-up display, I think, looks pretty. If this is what it's going to look like in campaign. Yeah, it's nice and clean. Yeah, I love the I think, the motion tracker, especially. I'm guessing this isn't there the whole gameplay, but I would prefer the score was not at the bottom the whole gameplay. I know. I'm, I'm wondering if that's that's beta. I would I like, like to it see might be it. toggled on right there. I was going to say, I, that doesn't look like finished to me. Everything else looks kind of complete, but I would hope that they kind of fit that stuff somewhere, maybe above the motion mm-hmm. tracker. So anyway, next image. Um, this part was cool. I don't quite have it captured well here, Brian, but like, so basically, guys, to describe this, we're seeing from the perspective of someone with an assault rifle. He's firing off in the distance at someone above in a base, and that person has the drop shield. This player threw the plasma grenade and banked it off the wall to be able to get over there and effectively kind of try to flush this guy out. And I just thought that was so cool. Another way that I think the drop shield and this equipment in this is going to be better utilized than Halo 3's because of things like that. The, the situations it's going to create, because yeah. you can also shoot holes through that. You know, kind of open up different parts of that drop wall, and yeah, players inside like, are going to have to maneuver. Emergent, cool gameplay moments from like Bubble yes. Shield and Halo Three. Yep, so. and we're going to see another good example of that later. But yeah, on to the next one. This I think so. That was this was cool. You see him grabbing. Um, this is where he's using the grapple shot to pull the brute hammer to him. His hand opens up wide to grab it. It looks like he's using the force there, dude. It really does. I love it. <laughs> it really does. I never thought yeah. of that, but I'm just happy about that because I. Those little moments I think are going to be so cool. And I, if more than multiplayer, it's going to be badass when I do that as Chief and I see his hand yeah. go up. Like, give me that fucking yep. weapon. Exactly. You know? like, There's I always been it. something about Halo where in first person you have the hand hanging out in front of you in first person. It always makes you feel like, ah, that's me. Yeah, it feels so powerful. And you see the grapple shot on the wrist too and everything. So yep. just looks cool. And also what that means for just the maneuverability. Like, here's the thing. Since, like Brian mentioned earlier, with the grapple shot being something that like you can pick up but you don't you know it's only once you activate it that it depletes right if you pick up camo same thing like yeah what's interesting about that is like when, when do you use it then as a player i'm like 
oh, I better, you know, you might run that kind of thing you do in like typical games. Where you're like, oh, I'll save this uh, this weapon ammo because I'm going to need it at some point, and then you never use it. So yeah. it's like it could happen. Can I just sit here looking at this image? I'm just like, what a, a huge upgrade to map aesthetics from what we Dude. had in Halo Five. Dude, especially Halo Five. Completely agree, Brian. That Halo Five's so map color. aesthetics were the worst in the series, in my opinion. Do you well, agree with that, Josh? Mostly. I mean, I love Truth. I loved Empire. There were some really good map aesthetics. Well, I'm just saying, like, variety-wise, like, Truth and Empire, like, that's, that's kind of those two. Truth, and Empire, and then up. what was the remake of uh, of Haven? Oh, the um, Shrine, which is Shrine yeah. was a remake, too. Sanctuary. Sanctuary. Well, yeah, no, but yeah, it was the remake of Haven that I thought looked beautiful and stuff. But other than that, you're totally right, Brian. There was not yeah. much map variety. I'd say over aesthetics, it was just lack of variety. But, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. On to the next one. We more or less got our confirmation that Strongholds is back in this. Um, I remember that just not getting played at all in Halo I Five. Are you, is that what that is? Because I don't, yes. like, I don't like Strongholds. They do mention, they do mention that at, at one point because he grapple shots over here and you see it in the middle and you can see the red rim around it. And there were a couple other screenshots I did take but deleted. But you see like the blue version of that for the other. We'll team. wait to see how it, it is in game because I'm not going to judge it yet. But yeah, it was something I definitely turned my nose up at at Halo Five. Well, I'm almost wondering too that maybe the new version of Stronghold could essentially be King of the Hill, but at the same time, why would you not call it King of the Hill then? Because yeah. I think that's more classic than Strongholds, yeah. but we'll see. I don't know. Just interesting that that's um, in there. That's really our first kind of Energy look Energy sword that. looks badass as always. Dude, super beautiful. Love the open palm on the left hand. Uh, onto the next image. This is another great example of the drop shot. It is between a door, a large door that is part of the way open, and someone's got a drop shot right there in the middle that's kind of creating yeah. a choke point and again another great example of risk versus reward like do you push through um you know and, and you like in that example if brian's right behind me and brian's got like the oddball or he's got captured the, you know he's got the flag and he's running back to yeah. base and i drop that baby down and to get through they're going to have to shoot at us that's going to give brian all that extra time meanwhile i stand there and i wait for them you know or maybe i go hide and buy myself a few seconds and watch them yeah. shoot their it way truly takes it. me back to halo 3 Dude, yeah, I'm going to love those it, risk versus reward. Moments. It's crazy how like how much I just wasn't aware of back when Reach came out and the conversation became armor abilities really screw up the sandbox. Mm -hmm. I just didn't I just did not get it at all back in 2010 because I just thought Halo's fun and Halo Reach is fun and these armor abilities are fun. I don't understand right. why we're complaining. And as the, you know, the narrative has continued on for so long, you know, it's been so long since Halo Reach came out. Halo 4, you know, had armor abilities as well. I mean, it's pretty safe to say now that we I can see why armor abilities really don't belong in Halo. I still better. remember playing the Reach beta and thinking this was okay. But then I played the I played the full game later on and I was like something about this just doesn't it doesn't yeah. grab me at least. But yep. I don't know. Under the next image um, there's an option to pick up the repulsor. Do you know what that is? That's the equipment. That's the equipment deflective one or whatever that deflects. One, one of them. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it is, but I like I saw that. I, I love this is what I noticed from this dude. That that freaking red glare on the assault rifle looks amazing. Dude, beautiful. And I'm almost wondering if that's because of the gunfire coming out from the uh, the enemy. Yeah. I don't know. But it reminds also, me of I don't know if you'll be able to remember this, but in one of Halo 2's earliest announcements. There was that uh, that was a cinematic of Chief walking through like the uh, Cairo station, and he grabs the that gun the off the wall, one, right? and there was a red glare. F yeah, on the wall. That was it's a just like trailer, dude. It's so amazing good. to me how this game constantly, at every turn, it reminds me of another Halo game, and it's like I, on one hand that seems intentional, but on the other hand, it's like how can they constantly be reminding me of all Halo games? Dude, it's, seriously, it's because when well I look done. at this, like the way I don't know, maybe it's the field of view or whatever, but like. 
I get like Halo 5 vibes from it, but yet aesthetically I get Halo 2 vibes and I don't know, dude. And then you look yeah. over there and you see some of the crates of like vegetables. You see some of the stands of fruit and everything in the tree there. It just looks so pretty. Like just, oh, I can't wait to. Dude, when this when we're playing this game, I need to get like a little short meme video of like from your view, like me going over there and I'm like, ooh, is that potatoes? <laughs> <laughs> I got your potatoes. Yeah, uh, next screenshot, super blurry, but the reason I took that was because here's what's interesting. Assuming that is what the repulsor is, that's the the, the wrist kind of mounted uh, yeah. a piece of equipment that like deflected uh, the plasma uh, shot from the, uh, the reveal trailer. This dude in this video used that to propel himself off the ground. Like it launched him off the ground, put him up on that axis map, and he takes the brute hammer and then proceeds to slam yeah, down man. and kill a bunch of people. But like it launched him up off the ground. That was impressive. It's very blinker miss moment, but really cool. Um, this next one is the one where you see the Warthog missing one tire. I feel like we, we were all speculated that that might be a thing. It's just really cool to see that. What do you think it about It seems that? like you can actually drive the Warthog with no tires. Dude, isn't that hilarious? Like, yeah. That's, that's going to steer. I'm actually kind of surprised that it took till 2021 to get this in a Halo game because, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure like that level of vehicle damage has been done in other games a long time ago. I think so, too. Yeah. But uh, and, and Oh, my gosh, Brian, look at that base. Doesn't that remind you of Halo 1 a bit? Just this sort of triangle oh, yeah. shape to the, it. The oh, shape of the doors, man. Yes, dude. I, that's the thing too is like man I love Halo 1's aesthetic so much and I love just like the geometry and everything but I never really get you don't get that in later Halo games so it's nice I to wonder, see that I wonder if there was an one. internal meeting at 343 that's just like make sure every shot of this game that you are reminding players of a prior Halo game. You remember that? Yeah. You know like, like it goes over like <laughs> somebody's working at their desk and like the you know somebody in charge is just like I can't. I'm not getting a read on a Halo game here. You got to yeah. mix it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but it looks cool. I'm excited for the. Uh, I'm excited to to do that stuff. It's going to feel rewarding for players um, to shoot at those tires and see them pop off. To, yeah. to see it um, lose its health because that's a great way to visually show that it's like losing its own health. I think is yep. just great. Um, the next shot is of the Razorback, and we did briefly talk about this, but. They mentioned like putting yeah like putting turrets on it, brute hammers. Here's the thing: when I first saw this and everything, I thought, I don't think this is gonna work, guys. Because, okay, for example, if a bunch of players are on there, and you got this extra weapon that's a big weapon that you're deciding to put on there, any player, any right-minded player would say, like if that's the rocket launcher, and someone says, let's put it on there, any right-minded player would say, no, I'm gonna drop whatever secondary weapon I have to carry this mofo, because I don't want to have to waste the time to hop off and go pick this thing up. No one's going to do that. But I thought more about it, and I thought, you know what? For something like a turret, for example, because they did mention that, if you can put a turret on there, amazing, amazing capture the flag warthog run could happen because you're running there to the base. One person gets out, maybe two people get out and try to go into the base. The other guy's right there in the driver's seat. The other guy hops off, tries to get the turret out, sets it up, and just starts shooting people to buy them time. You know, I don't know. I mean, this well, this has been my assumption. A lot of agency. I, I, I understand what you're saying. This has been my assumption. The Razorback is specifically for big team battle and objective modes. This is not a vehicle you have on the map if it's Team Slayer or Team Slayer. Oh yeah, I figured that too. This definitely seems uh, big battle. Because if you go back to Halo 3's Warthog that just carried passengers in the back, you know, outside of a cool couple campaign moments, it 
was more or less useless. And then when they did civilian vehicles in Halo Reach, those were pretty much useless. So mm-hmm. to to make the Razorback, Razorback, wow, the Razorback, <laughs> to make the Razorback worthy of being mm-hmm. an inclusion, I think it needs to just be sp- there in modes for, because like if we're doing, and we don't even know all of the, the multiplayer modes that they're going to introduce, there could be different objective type games we haven't played yet, right. where this vehicle can make all the difference of you and your team succeeding. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, another thing too is I think they mentioned it. Maybe they didn't, but if you can put the flag you captured from someone's base on there. Yeah, you can. You can. Amazing. That right there is the best example, I think. That and the turret really is where it would really shine. But I can't imagine ever, if I see the brute hammer, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to keep it as my secondary. I'm never going to place it there. So I'm just not going to do it. But anyway, next image, um, you see this guy is just shooting, shooting an opponent on that same uh, Mombasa Street looking map. What's cool is, and I think pretty much most of the the last couple of Halos have done this, but you see that sort of red oval shaped indicator that's kind of telling you what direction the gunfire is coming from. Yeah. Which I think is really good. I mean, sometimes it's hard to read that stuff in the moment, but whether it's campaign or multiplayer, it's like if it's coming to your left and you can't see anybody, but you see that red kind of alignment to your left and you know left side you know just another way of i think they're trying to feed the players communication without kind of trying to um drown you in it at the same time it's really i'm just waiting for someone to eventually get their hands on this game and they'll go zoom in on one of those like fruits over there or vegetables Mm -hmm. be like look how poor the graphics are be like who cares about the vegetable come on yeah Yeah. (laughs) someone will do that though next image is we see the option to pick up the threat sensor i don't remember Mm -hmm. this being mentioned I'm not but, sure what uh, that is. Seems yeah. like, uh, you know, it would let you know beforehand when someone's getting close, maybe. Oh, what am I saying? That has been mentioned. Yeah, that's the one where you throw it down. Like I mentioned the other day, like you throw it down if you're trying to get in someone's base, for example, and you want to see who might be in there, if anyone's mm-hmm. in there. Oh, okay, kind of, yeah. It just it reveals people's locations depending on where you throw it. But I like that because if you throw it somewhere and no enemy's there, then you wasted it, yeah. you know? But it's not like going to give I'm you some I'm interested to see what there, if there's any um, if there's any lore as to why all this equipment now exists. That would be interesting. That would be interesting and why it wasn't there before. For me, someone who's not as lore heavy, this isn't really going to bother me too much because it's like, eh, you know, I don't need to know why, like, he might not have used the the drop shield before. No, I don't need to know, but I just wonder. Usually there's some kind of... Well, you know, so no, people, it seems, it seems a lot like of people would wonder that, so I understand. At the end of Halo 5, you know, everything's on the shit, so, like, they wouldn't have time to create anything new, so I just kind of wonder, but... right. Next image is, uh, again, a shot of the Banshee coming into this base that looks so freaking reminiscent of Valhalla that it just drives me nuts. And you look at the shadowing, the graphics going on here, the lighting. There's the man cannon front and center. These three players are shooting at this Banshee who's raining fire down on them. They're raining fire back at it. And there's a flag right there. And uh, it's just, oh, my gosh, dude. I love even the ground textures and everything. What do you think about that, Brian? Uh, it looks really, it looks beautiful, and that man cannon just takes me back to Halo 3, man. I remember when the How man How do you feel about having was, a man cannon again? I love it, because I remember when Halo 3, they first announced that there'd be a man cannon in the game. It blew my mind. I was like, I didn't even know that was a possible thing. Like, I know nowadays it seems so normal, but it was like, you can launch yourself? Oh my gosh. So, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I remember that, that was a huge pull for the beta. I remember that people saw people launching, and they were like, no way. Yeah. No way. Uh, the next one is just the turret. I'm happy to see the detachable turret is back and everything. And although it's not really captured in this image, I know you guys all saw it, but like I sped it down, right? And like you see his arms holding onto it, just gripping it, and it just looked so realistic. Like they put so much attention to detail in that too. Like it just makes me so happy. Again, Halo Three vibes there. 
But uh, the one after that is we get a, a first like a first look at the wraith, the brute wraith, which I was really happy to see. I mean, I feel like we all kind of knew that awesome. was going to be back. And as someone who hasn't played Halo War Two, uh, Halo Wars Two yet, sorry guys. Um, it's interesting to see that like the legacy of this multiplayer is uh, aesthetic for the opposing side. It's going to be not covenant themed, but it's going to be, you know, uh, it's going to have the more brute kind of designs and everything. Yeah, like the that. just the banished aesthetic and everything. So I'll be interested to see in the future if it ever comes out whether, like, when Halo Five was over, like, did they have did they know at all banished were going to be in this game? prior to the success of Halo Wars 2 because it would right. seem to me like they didn't make that decision until after mm-hmm. but I don't know yeah that could be but uh, the next image is the pelican that we see with the dropping you know and stuff like that uh, and I know we already kind of talked about that so we can kind of skim that one but I still thought it's interesting I mean it's going to be cool when that happens because here's the thing now if every player is notified of that happening of that getting to spawn in that's completely different than a, a, a wraith or a warthog just spawning out of thin air you know what yeah. I mean? Like suddenly everyone's knowing about it and everyone might feel that pull to go for it. Interesting. Exactly. Same thing with the next image. We can kind of skip that was the just the uh, sort of drop pod of the weapons coming in. Although I don't like that one as much. How do you feel about that? Well, I mean, this more image cool you pulled with the up during this, during this image, uh, the guy speaking, he says that it happens exactly like the way they're dropped on Delta Halo Mission right. Halo 2. So if that's actually how it's done, I mean, I'm cool with that. Well, what, what what do you not like about it? Well, I mean, it's just like, I don't know if I need that for weapons. But, like, I mean, hey, if more people, if the majority of people prefer it, I'm cool with it. It's I not think I'd be more me. okay with it if this is actually its its standard spawn location. If they're just dropped somewhere random in the map, that doesn't feel right to me. It, it definitely would right. not feel right. Um, yeah. But, again, that's one of those things we got to play. Like me, i got to play it before yeah, I can really absolutely. judge it. Next image. This is what's cool. Um, I don't remember doing this in any of the Halo, but we're seeing that someone had just returned the flag, and it says up top, Rhino 2077, capture the flag. It looks like it alerts everybody that a specific person did it. I wonder if he's a cyberpunk fan. (laughs) Oh, yeah? I I don't get that reference aside from the 2077. Okay. Well, I know, Brian. That's what I just said. So I didn't know if there was... Oh, I thought you were... Okay. I didn't know. Well, I don't know. I assume he wasn't played. I don't know if there was some Rhino thing there. Anyway, point is, is I think that's cool. I'm probably going to see Brian's name up there a lot. (laughs) <laughs> the flag, so. That's one thing you can count on. Yeah. Now we move a little bit outside of the multiplayer itself, and you start seeing the AI personal assistant stuff. Now, what I was going to say earlier, Brian, is you brought this up. The reason why I'm not sure that I may like this is because, like, I just like the classic Jeff Steitzer stuff, and it seems like they may re- they may re- replace this, even though I know he's going to be an option, but, like, I can't. I. It's going to take a, an amazing voice to pull me away from Jeff Steitzer, dude. Well, I feel like it's going to be in in tandem with Jeff Steitzer. Like, I feel Jeff Steitzer is going to always be there and your AI. I could be wrong, but that's that's what I thought it was going to be. I mean, it could be. I mean, I don't know. I just, I was getting the vibe that this is more so going to replace that in a way to give you more customization options. But maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I don't know. And hopefully you can turn them off too or not use them. But, uh... I don't know, Josh. I feel like me and the community is so excited about this, and you seem really lukewarm to the AI. I'm, I'm, I'm middle ground because I, I gotta, I gotta see it though. I'm not gonna cast it out, you know. I'm not gonna ca- like. My I, only thing, though, I mean, my, if I have to make a criticism about the AI, is I just thought, I just, I'm very, how do I want to put it? I'm, I'm interested as to why they chose this visual aesthetic for it. What's, what what's the think, name for the AI? They've called it like Lemu or something? Or can't remember. Like the little, like, it's like a the picture we're looking at, it's like a yellow block with eyes. It, I guess it kind of reminds me of the superintendent from ODST, which is cool. No, I can see But that. it just seems like a, it's it does, a very actually. simplistic, very simplistic design. So I just, I thought it was an interesting choice. Well, I think but. they're going based off 
the template from Halo 5 of having the voices of Warpack or whatever it was, where it's like you have Buck and everything. It seems like they're kind of going with that, but a way to give you a bit more personalization with it. I don't know. Um, next image just is of the chip being put in. I just think that's so cool for multiplayer. That really, when they talk about your personal journey, your your Spartan's journey and everything, like that really makes it feel more solidified that like you're not just a Spartan like you've always been in other multiplayers. Like you're Spartan with an AI in the back of your head now. I just think that's really cool. Yeah, I, I like that it. they have that. This seems like a uh, an intro cinematic for multiplayer because if we go to the next image, you see personal AI installed. You've received a personal AI. You can customize your AI's appearance and personality in the armor hall once you complete the tutorial with the text below saying, okay. Uh, <laughs> I say that because I imagine some people just want to get right into it, but yeah, man, that's, it's just interesting. That's such a new take on no, multiplayer. I think, I mean, they've put a lot of effort into the personal AI, the customization, the armor hall, like they're making this a very live online experience. Like it feels, it feels alive. Yeah, and, that, and that's why I don't want to write anything off. I mean, I, I just, it's weird, it's new, but it doesn't make it bad. I'm excited. Next image, we see it's just a, uh, a screen of a Spartan running, and we see all the different, like, attachments you can have for customization options. Helmet, visor, assault rifle coating, gloves, chest, armor core, knee pads, armor coating, right shoulder, helmet gear. Like, Brian, that's a shit ton in the chest. It's a shit ton. Yeah, you, dude. How do you feel about they that? You excited, Brian? They said millions of combinations. I mean, I'm excited for it to exist, but I don't really care. I'll just I'll just roll it to standard stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I figured. No, I customization. I, they, like a lot of people. Okay, let me give you a stupid story here. So, my brother, when he was like my brother Creighton, when he was like Shout six or seven, when he was like six or seven years old, he had these action figures, and I yeah. made up a game. I made up a game where if he cleaned my room, the more he cleaned my room, the more I would level up his action figure. And give him new abilities. That's so manipulative. I Holy know, right? Shit. I'm really good at it. And uh, <laughs> after he cleaned like 33% of my room, it dawned on him, wait, all this shit is made up and I'm just cleaning your room. So that's how I feel about customization in games. All this shit is made up and I'm just spending money. So <laughs> I'll roll with the starting gear. Thank you uh, great much. comparison or analogy yeah. or whatever, Brian. Uh, that's so. that's hilarious. But it looks badass and happy for people because too. 99% of people, they they care instrumentally about how they look. Well, man, I posted – So I mean, I got it from Reddit, but I, there was a comparison photo between, like, the, the player screen of Halo uh, 5 and then this one. And it's like armor looks yeah. so much better. Um, next image. Yesterday when we saw there's a dude in this room in a brief shot, you see this decal of Master Chief on the wall. Yeah. And this dude was holding up what like was the oddball basically I think, and I was thinking like, and I think Ian even was thinking it, um, but I can't remember now. I can't remember by now. But somebody, a lot of people were thinking of like maybe spray paint or something like that. Now it seems like that might just be graffiti that's set in universe in this map. And if that's on New Mombasa, dude, it's like what does that mean for like how they Master feel about Chief, Chief, the hero of New Mombasa? Yeah, Earth. dude. I think that's if badass. that's New Mombasa, that's fucking cool. That's I love that. Yeah, it's such a cool food. He looks so there. heroic in that graffiti, dude. He does too. It's such an iconic pose. Look at him looking on yeah. the horizon. Next image, um, just more cool. The, dude, the visuals on that assault rifle look phenomenal. I, dude, I it, it could be the Halo fan of me. I don't think I've ever seen a gun look graphically better in a video game before. All the text on there, yeah, it's great. The one clicks M slash two MOA, just all the switch. Oh god, this looks so good. 
It looks like. Yeah, I know, dude. I mean, this is just this is a great place for the Halo community to be. We're all just so excited. We want to play this game. Yeah, dude. Uh, we can fly through these other these next ones, but uh, the next next image. Um, this looks like uh, more com- uh, confirmation that this is going to be essentially our weapons menu. We're seeing rare weapon core MA40 assault rifle. It has below. What's cool is the date that the people acquired it, and I think that's awesome. You know, that's going to be really. Yeah, cool. I love this. Because this takes me back to Halo 4. I don't know if you remember, Josh, but like in the multiplayer, like on the 360 version, mm-hmm. the menus, you had like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of misremembering. I know there was one menu where it was Chief staring out of the Infinity Glass in the background. But I feel like there was another menu where it was like a Spartan standing next to like a uh, Infinity War table. And this is kind of what this looks like. Yeah, it looks like I can your see Spartan's going to lean over and you can go through all your equipment. You got Warhogs in the background. It, it does... This is already painting a, a way better, like th- a picture that's doing a way better job than when Halo 4 tried to make it like, this is your Spartan in this world. It feels like it's doing that a lot better Dude, than Halo Infinite. So I'm so glad to get your opinions on this because that was so perfectly said. I get the same vibe from it. It almost seems like, hey, Spartan, you know, get your equipment loaded out before you head out yeah. onto the battlefield. It's got that vibe yep. going for it. Next image, I'm assuming there's a lot to take from this, but this image has what looks to be almost like a multiplayer main menu. I don't think it's the campaign main menu, but mm-hmm. you see up top tabs that say play, customize community shop. Yeah. You see uh the huge spanker um rocket launcher and then you see options for armor hall, weapons bench, vehicle bay, body in AI and then presentation. So a lot to take from this. What's your thoughts just the menu, just how everything looks? I mean, they're they're going the extra mile. And they're going in depth to make sure this game has a lot of customization options because the entirety of this game's profitability, well, not the entirety, but the the multiplayer aspect of this game, its profitability lies in people's ability to spend money on cosmetics. Right. So you can't have just a couple options and just a few things, and you can't have it to where every time you enter a match, half the people look just like you. You need to feel like you're represented. You want to feel unique, you know. for sure. There's probably, and we might have, we, this might have been confirmed. We might have even seen this in the Vidoc, and I didn't pay attention. But there's probably like a literal team at 343 dedicated to customization options and different, uh, like, you're probably, like you being that right. team. I would think you're right. That right. continues to bring more of that and like invents new ideas because. It's going to be a 10-year game, dude. By, by the time they finally say, okay, we're done working on Infinite, we're not going to add to it anymore, mm-hmm. there is going to be potentially like a billion different combinations of right. stuff. No, you know? so And as long as the prices are fair and the, you know, the game's easily accessible, which it is because it's free, they're going to make a killing off this stuff, man. And, and, and I'm actually cool with it like because sure. it's non-invasive. It's not invasive and it's free to play. Um right. I think it's deserving of the the success. The the difference, like here with like Halo Five and Rec Packs, is that Rec Packs were like pretty for the most part like exclusive to Warzone mode. Mm -hmm. So it kind of felt like a little tacked on. And then the Rec Packs kind of took me out of the game, and they had this whole card mechanic thing. And it was mostly like the Rec Packs mostly facilitated for you to just have cool gear or weapons in a multiplayer mode, or like it just. I don't know. I don't feel that it was intrusive, but I feel like it was kind of lame. It was no, not. That's fair. I mean, I, it never know. bothered you and I particularly. Yeah. But it was there to facilitate Warzone as a mode, you know. Yeah. And then it sucked because it's like, man, sometimes people would want a specific armor, and they constantly had to do RNG drops just to try and get it. And some people never even got what they wanted. 
So this is a way better yeah. way of doing it. Yep. Um, the last thing I'll say for this image, I, I think it looks cool too. I love the UI that I'm seeing in this. I thought Halo's U, uh, Halo 5's UI was ass and not the good <laughs> kind. I thought it was terrible, <laughs> so bad. And, and I'm, I mean, sorry to whoever worked on that because they put a lot of work in it, but it just... I was neutral towards it. I didn't think it was bad. I just didn't think it was good. Well, this is just very minimalistic, very sleek. And I, I would ho- hope that this is more multiplayer main menu because the reason I say that is because I'm hoping... Excuse me. I'm hoping that the main one is like that ring, you know, that we kind of saw at the beginning of last year's uh, demo yeah. and stuff. But I want that to feel more like narrative focused. And I'm, I'm thinking that this one probably is multiplayer. Like, it's a separate menu it takes you into because well, it's free-to-play. So for the people that, like, don't buy the campaign, don't buy Game Pass, but they can get this free-to-play still, bam, there's your whole separate menu that's its own. I would make a bet, dude, that the the Infinite split into two different, like, files. Like, I, I, I think... I, I think, think so, it, too. You start... You be, see them advertise that even at the end of the video. It's like, multiplayer and then campaign, yeah. and they're like... Yeah, I mean, it, they've done that for other games. I mean, the, this is probably not the best example, but I can remember Doom. Uh, Doom 2016 did that. It was a whole separate load-up menu for the mm, multiplayer of okay. Doom 2016. So, because, yeah, you're going to have people who just play the free-to-play part, and, you know, if the, especially if they haven't paid for the campaign, why make them install the campaign? Exactly. Um, so I think they'll be separate, and I think that's fine, you know? No, I, and I, that's it, what I'm saying. Like, if I'm going off that, I think that menu looks awesome. For the majority of people, it's they're going to be playing multiple. Like, I'm, I'm the odd one out who's going to be in that campaign menu more often. Most people, they're going to play the campaign, you know, get their fill, and they'll spend most of their time in the multiplayer part. So Right. Uh, uh, next, next image, image just a, a quick faraway shot of the... What, what we can tell from the last image is probably the vehicle bay, where you can change the different skins and stuff like that for your vehicles and whatnot. And just a, a kind of shot of what that looks like. I just think it looks cool. I love the lighting. It really draws attention to whatever vehicle you're trying to... whole game looks beautiful. Dude, so much. Next just, image. Okay, here's something. This is a nitpick. Okay. Looking at this image, though, I, I personally don't ever want to see the, the Warzone... Uh, vehicles coming up from the floor thing. I I hated that. Ah, okay. I, I really, I really thought it was corny and didn't fit Halo to me. Which that's one of the, it's a nitpick. You know the definition of nitpick or or a pet peeve almost. It's like it's something that's not objectively bad, but I definitely do not like it. You know. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Now, hey, I, it looks like that's probably what they're doing there. But the next image is what we're probably going to be talking about on the podcast following this one. Yeah. Uh, so just going off that, and, and Brian, it's the next. It's that image in the next one too. You see. So basically, we're looking at the new waypoint. What looks to be, they do say it's a work in progress render, but you can see the website and what looks to be the mobile app for it. Brian, what's your thoughts on that stuff? Is it something you're um, going to use? Do you think it looks cool? I'm optimistic about it. I, I think it wouldn't take much to be better than Halo Waypoint as it stands, mm-hmm. but I am a little leery because I can't name them off the top of my head, but I have seen so many uh, video game apps and like little like central location things like this come and go right. that didn't get used. So hopefully this is one that people actually want to use. I can see me downloading this and put it on my phone. And then never using it, but just keeping it there because it's Halo. Yeah. And I don't want it to be that. I'd like it to be really good. I, I feel like the, the best Halo Waypoint's ever been was the, the original Halo Waypoint from 360. Hopefully it harkens yeah. back to that. Uh, it looks couple, like it does, kind of. Yeah, I could see that. Um, a couple things I want to say about the the one, the cell phone image one, what I think is funny. Uh, Brian, what's the time say up there? The time, is it 343? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Those clever That's bastards dope. put 343 for the time. Four bars, all Wi-Fi, battery is full. 
so not realistic. But anyway, um, okay, a couple things. I don't like the Spartan pose, the base pose. I feel like that's what I've seen in four and five, even like on the mobile stuff. And yeah, I hope and it does with look this, very Halo Five. I agree. Yeah, with it being Halo Infinite, like I hope, I hope that's just a, a mock up. Um, and I also love too another thing, Brian, under that mark, the mark helmet uh, or the gear and everything. What's the date on that that it says it was acquired? 12-31-21. No, you can tell they are not giving away the release date at all. And I'm, by that, I'm not being sarcastic. I mean, they literally choose the last day of the of this year. One of two things are happening here. One of two things are happening here, and I think this is objective. Okay. Either the game it might not come out this year because they're not sure. Mm-hmm. Or, or they've internally decided that no matter what, they will release it this year. But because they need so much time, they're just they just truly waiting to the last possible moment to give out that date. Yeah, could, could be. be either. Could be. Yeah. Um. Uh, the other thing on the right side, the the picture on the right, we see season zero zero purchased. It says four R tomorrow, five thousand XP. Uh, they're they're progressed in out of eight thousand. We see like a daily challenge that says bellies full of lead. Enemies killed, 64 out of 100. If they get that challenge complete, it's 1,000 XP. Just some interesting stuff about the Battle Pass, little challenges that'll help give you the double, you know, the extra XP, little things like that. Just kind of neat. Kind of neat yep. is all. Nice way to keep track of that. I mean, one thing, this is, I mean, I'm not going to count this against them, but it, one thing I don't like about just the gaming industry as a whole is every game's trying to become my hobby game. Yep. And it's very evident that that's what Halo Infinite is trying to do. And it's not, yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter how You're good right. they make it. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not a hobby gamer. I'm a. I'm a varied gamer. I'm going to play lots of different games. So yeah, I, I, a lot of this will be lost on me because you know. Well, I think most people in the community are going to grind the shit out of this stuff. But I'm I think say, for you and other I, other than like, us playing with our community as Sacred Icon consistently, as a whole, after the initial months of Halo Infinite wears off, I'm going to go start playing other games. You know, like I'm going to go back to my RPGs and my. My Zeldas and stuff like that's that. That's what like I'm I, thinking. Like I, yeah. I, I expect, and I could be wrong, but I expect myself to play through the campaign probably at least twice, which is a normal for me. But if I'm going to want to, especially doing the podcast. But the multiplayer, I'll stick with and I'll play with you with other people. But like eventually, I'll get burnt out on the campaign. I'll get enough of it and move on to other games. So yeah. Next image, um, body and AI prosthesis. Uh, so we get to see a look at some of the other different armor gear. I just think he looks like a big bad beetleborg and I love it. So mm-hmm. just really cool. Um, and yeah, again, I mean, go ahead. The menus are great. Yeah, super great. Um, and on the lower right, you get to see things like messages, um, friends list settings, stuff like that. It just reminds me of some old classic Halo stuff in their own way, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, next image, you see uh, there's a focus on a Spartan, but to the left, there's another Spartan. I don't understand why there's two here. The only thing I can speculate on um, is that maybe you can like make um, sort of like different types. So like if you choose, like maybe you have a whole different set aesthetically, and that's your like default one you want to go with. Then you can have a, another one that's a whole different look and, and go with that on the fly. What do you think? I was Brian? thinking that too, and the fact that we both thought that makes me really hope it's there because I think what yeah. Josh is more saying is you can have presets. Yes. Like you have your main Spartan that you've customized and colorized and have it set up. But then maybe, you know, maybe you're somebody who's like, oh, I'm, I'm in a different mood. Or maybe when I play Big Team Battle, I like this other preset. Yeah, just having different, different set preset options yeah. for, your, for your Spartan gear and stuff like that. So definitely cool. Definitely cool. Um, next one. Uh, the only reason I have this one taken is because, holy shit, um, there's a dude, first person, shooting at one dude. And on the upper left, um, I don't quite have the screen grabbed right, Brian. But 
this dude on the upper left in midair had grapple shotted his way over to this player. And I'm just thinking, how amazing is it going to be? Because we keep seeing footage of people using the grapple shot in first person. How amazing and scary and frustrating is it going to be when someone uses the grapple shot on you? And you're like, maybe it's you and one dude and you kill that dude, but he drains your yep. shield. And then that guy comes in and you're like, oh, you know. Well, you know what this him. What this image is making me think of, which is really freaking cool and never occurred to me before, is yeah. the grapple shot here is offering all of the best moments that ever came from a jetpack without all the bullshit. Hell yeah, I could see that, dude. That's awesome. I could see that. That's a good way of putting it. Next image is of uh, one of our dudes from 343 playing the game. Brian, is that a Halo headset? Is it? Uh, it's a genuine yeah, question. It, I'm it not does trying look to like a U- Yeah, but it, yeah, it does look like a, a Halo and that's headset. And that's not one already released, is it? Um, I don't think so. That's I mean, what I was I mean, wondering when I saw it could, that. It's always possible that, you know, people at 343 have a headset that, that we don't have. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm not uh, sure about And that. the next image, cool, what though. is that Spartan's name? What's the What's new Spartan's Spartan? name in the next screenshot? Is it Laura? Uh, that Spartan's name. See, Josh, you got me around. Oh, here we go. It is, are you talking about Lorette? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Commander Lorette. So it yeah. looks like her insignia, her, her number her service tag is 327. Do you see that on the back? Yeah. Yeah, I just think that's dope. I just think it's dope. That, Hopefully like, we can do that with our custom Spartan. That's what I'm hoping, they, too. There's no way they don't. Come on, right? They'd be dropping the ball so Well, you hard, don't see like, the service tag anywhere popping up above the player's head, so it's got to be something like that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, The next one, uh, the next image, it just looks like, you know, we get our confirmation pretty much that Clamber's going to be back in, in multiplayer as well. We briefly saw that last year. So it looks like Sprint slide clamber that's all back uh, thrust isn't in there it seems like surprisingly from what i can tell so yeah, that's no i think that's been out for which i'm i'm now. bummed about but i understand i understand so i think they i mean i think they zeroed in on you know they're like we want to have advanced movement but we don't want it to be over we right. don't want it to be overcoming so there's probably there's probably no thrust no ground pound no spartan charge yeah i wouldn't expect ground pound these spartan charge for sure i i admire them for cuz in this there might be some people listening this might piss them off but I think they know at the core of gaming, people want this kind of advanced movement. Yeah. And the the people who are adamant that their Halo has to have no sprint, no, no none of that stuff, no clamber or whatever, they know that that's a very small amount of people, and they're they're doing a good job of not listening to them. And don't get me wrong, I would love a Halo that played just like Halo Three still, but right. it's not the right call in my opinion. No. Oh, I get that. I get that. Um, the next two images are of a Spartan in the training ground in first person. It's talking about, you know, this part in the video when you can shoot bots and stuff. And it just has a Spartan running across. What's yeah. most cool about this is if you swap between the two images, Brian, there's a shot. You can see um, there's sort of the honeycomb effect on the opposing bot's head in the first image and then on their back. So it looks like where you target in multiplayer, you're going to yep. see that kind of yellow effect pop up to indicate where you're hitting them, which I just think is really cool. Nice player feedback. Pretty damn neat. This reminded me. This is a weird deep cut. This reminds me. This reminded me of Fable One, mm-hmm. um, when you're in the guild and you first use the bow and it has like targets moving back and forth for you to train you with the oh, bow. Man. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> yeah. Dude, so much love for Fable, man. I miss Fable. I love Fable. Yeah. Um, next image. Um, nothing much about that, but uh, there's a text at the bottom that says Spartan, and the Spartan's just saying "Great kill." I don't yeah, like. That, they got to do something with that. Who's the Spartan? And then well, also maybe it's just uh, this might just be at the academy, which I'm assuming. Just, I mean, this was during the bot stuff, but I'm just like, what's up with that? I don't know. If it's at the know? academy, I don't. Yeah. I don't I'm, know we're nitpicking. I mean, we're pulling apart stuff in a fun way. So you think N- it would say the red or something? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm getting at. So it's just uh, but but cool feedback text. The next one, next image is the training mode. The options for the training mode specifically, 
which this is really cool where you can set some of the bot stuff. You see the primary weapon, secondary, what your grenade is um, for the primary, secondary. You get a, uh, what you want your equipment to be. Friendly bots, how many? Enemy bots, how many? The difficulty of them. The option that's on there is called Marine. Reveal enemy location is just set by default. Some interesting <laughs> stuff there. Bot difficulty Marine, which means they're going to die immediately. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, this is just making me think, dude. When they, Whenever they decide, whatever month they decide to blow the, the lid off of Forge... Forge people are gonna go crazy because you gotta imagine it's gonna be it's gotta have some options, dude. Forge is gonna be crazy, dude. I can't wait to see. I'm sure they're putting in a ton of care with that. That's gotta be another thing where they're like, you don't even know, guys. You yep. don't even know. Yeah. Um, pretty cool stuff though. I like to see those options in there. It seems like it's really, really diverse in how you can tweak your training experience and, and curate it to your own. Uh, next image. Uh, there's an option to pick up the BR-75. Brian, I'm terrible with this stuff, so I'm looking to you, buddy. Is that, like, BR-75, is that a new BR, or is that, like, do you know? I was under the assumption they only had one BR in this game, so okay. I'm just guessing that's called the BR-75. Okay. But yeah, I, I, just, I was just curious, because it looks, for all intents and purposes, like the Halo 2 one. And they confirmed a long time ago there is no, like, weapon attachments in this game, so. Yeah. Uh, it, it would have to be another battle rifle altogether, but I think it's just a standard. Okay. So uh, next image, next image is we see that new Mombasa map from sort of a top-down view, isometric and stuff. Dude, it just looks like so many layouts in this, which is to me it's fun it, for campaign-wise. For multiplayer, it just gives me a general idea of like the layout. I mean, you see so many tops, uh, so many spots you can go up top. Um, and the west part where that sign is almost gives me like Gears vibes. I remember. Uh, yeah, from some of the multiplayer between this stuff image and if you scroll back to the last image with the palm trees, yeah, it's all Halo Two, man, dude, all Halo Two. I love it, and I love that for you, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, just it's just neat. I, I love seeing this stuff time. here, and knowing that it has clamber. I mean, there's so many different ways you can be versatile with that and jump up on things and yep. and such. So just gonna that looks like it's gonna be a great map to play on, and that whole area around there in the center just looks like a dead zone to me. I'm like, do not go there. Stick around the high points yeah. if you can. So excited. Um, the next image is of that sort of training ground map. Training ground. See, this, this ground almost map. reminds me of a forge map, which I'm like, eee. I, you know, I get that, dude. But I like seeing some of the foliage. I like seeing the mountain, the birds up top. You can see, but I, I, I guess I could see that. I didn't really think about that until you mentioned it. But I still like it. I don't know. I still like it. Yeah. Um, the image after that, we get to see the Axis map, and um, it That's looks really like cool. there's a wind wind fan right there down below that's blowing up you know some air yeah. maybe but uh this one so far looks like my my favorite pick i mean the halo the, the new mombasa looking one is definitely awesome but this just has some halo 5 vibes to me with the multiplayer that i kind of like just the the blue the the sort of dark blue color yeah, I kinda see that. and the lighting so and uh the pieces of cover so it just looks neat um then the next one after that that's the big team battle map which looks fucking awesome guys like it looks Ryan. like the next type of Valhalla it's or Timberland so mix. Yeah. Dense. There's so much to do. Yeah. Oh, it's just so it. cool looking. The man cannon, and then you see some stuff off to the left. All the forerunner architecture and the mountainous ranges. Ooh, baby. All those, all those roads to drive down. And there's a little turd on the little left for scale. It's just so cute. Anyway, um, the last couple of images. This next one, um, again, we see the um, this person in ADS which is not something we've really brought up, but ADS looks like it's back, at least for the assault rifle. The fact they haven't really talked about it tells me that... See, this is something I, I haven't really mentioned too much on the podcast, but mm-hmm. I was think, I've been thinking of a lot. It feels like the the way... You know, a lot of people have complained about how 343 has dealt out information or they haven't given us enough. Mm-hmm. I think 343 has learned from, you know, the hard way many times in the past. 
everything you put out is going to be picked to pieces yeah. and you're going to be ridiculed. So I think everything they've done with Infinite is strategic. You know, they're they're going to mitigate that stuff and spread it out. Like for think sure. about the armor shader stuff. If we had just heard about that for the first time at uh, E3, that there might be a lot more negativity right now. But it, they're it, rushing it, that out. People got to prep. Yeah, people got yeah, to be exactly. So no, this is dude, smart. Like they haven't dude, talked about this yet. You make such a great point, Brian. I'm glad you said that. But the ADS stuff looks like it's still in. I'm happy about that because, as we've seen in a lot of this footage, it doesn't look too intrusive. It doesn't look like it's super important, but it's just there if you want to use it. But what's cool too is just the the ammo counter. So you see on the the assault rifle itself, the 28. Then you see up there in the heads-up display, sort of on the the ADR, the 28. I just I love it. You know, I love it. It's a yeah. great feedback system. Because sometimes I'm not going to be staring at the gun. I'm looking at that player. I may, I, may, I can look up at the upper right there a little bit or in the corner of my eye, peripheral vision, and just see the 28. No, okay, cool. But uh, pretty neat. The next image, it's just cool to see the oddball. It's looks just cool so to see awesome. the oddball. Yeah, it's just floating there like, come take me. Yeah, it looks, it looks badass. Chaos. Um, the next image is of the ghost. Um, someone's in there. It just looks beautiful. It's it looks so sleek. Red. And then on the on the right side, you can see the boost meter. It looks like there's a meter this time around with the left trigger. So uh, there was meters in the last couple. Was there? Okay, I'm totally blanking on that because I feel I which Halo game wasn't there a meter on? Was it Halo I think Two? The first the first time meters introduced was either Reach or Four. Okay, well those are some of my least played ones, so that's why I'm a noob with that. It's in five too, though. I, I thought. <laughs> Is it okay? Well, I, I thought it was. Yeah. yeah, I guess doing the team arena stuff made me forget. But um, then the last image is just um, there's an option to pick up the active camo. So again, that brings me back um, to the fact that they further emphasized in this video that there's only going to be like weapon pickups are for sure on the walls. You're not going to unless you're picking it up off a corpse, you're not going to be picking up weapons off mm-hmm. the ground. They're going to be on the walls. It's the main power-up, the the special equipment weapons, those things that are going to be the things you pick up off the ground. So, Because you can even see in the distance, it looks like there's something over there for that. So, um, But overall, pretty damn cool. And man, we analyzed the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, uh, I I love that video. I want... It's just like... I'm just like Josh, where it's like you get that video and you're like, can we have one that's like two and a half hours long? Like, I want this to be Lord of the Rings. Yeah, long, like exactly. Documentary. Um, but... Uh, okay, Josh, so I got one last question for you, and then we have a, a surprise voice clip. We didn't ask for a voice clip, so we got we got some. Uh, we got Hell one, yeah. I should say. Okay. Uh, so the last question I have for you, Josh, is what do you think the narrative would be right now if, after all these years, Infinite was showed off and 343 had decided to just make a $60 package with no sprint, no clamber, traditional Halo multiplayer and really no new innovations. What if they just decided to make a pretty 2021 version of old Halo? Do you think there'd be this much excitement right now? Because you have, you have a vocal, a good vocal amount of people saying, we just want classic Halo back like OG trilogy type stuff. If that was what we were seeing right now, would there be this much excitement in the air? What do you think? No, I think the reception would be very akin to Gears of War 4 specifically. And what I mean by that, guys, is that you had a story that was... You know, I mean, it was good, but it was also kind of simple. There's a lot of people out there nowadays who still say they love it, but it also it, like it reviewed well, but it doesn't have a legacy where people are like, oh, Gears 4, you know, it's in the upper echelon for me of single player experiences. And then the multiplayer was pretty much tit for tat, almost exactly the same, obviously with a few changes, but like it was just the exact same of what you've come to expect from Gears mm-hmm. and Horde and everything. And it didn't do anything to innovate. And I think Gears 5 is remembered more fondly because it did try to do that. And uh, it's important that Halo Infinite does. So uh, I think, in short, Halo fans 
would be happy with with that what you're asking but i think uh it wouldn't get out of its comfort zone and that would be a big problem i don't think it would really go anywhere i it would be memorized you know there might be people in the industry streamers and content creators and everything who look back and would say halo infinite dude that was actually that was so good that was a great game but i don't think it would have a legacy and where it penetrates an upper echelon and, and starts to be like this pop culture status game almost like yeah. fortnite you know almost like a destiny 2 I mean, people forget the reason they love the Halo trilogy so much is because every game continued to innovate. You right. Know? The, the, new, the next Halo was different from the last. People say, like, oh, I just want Halo to play like the original trilogy. Well, the Halo tri- trilogy, like, it changed each game. They kept innovating. Yeah. There was what do so you, much. So you pretty much agree with that? Yeah, I agree. Like, I feel like if right now we were we knew we were getting a $60 standard, you know, no sprint, no, you know, they, they don't have uh, the cosmetic battle pass stuff, just straightforward Halo. I feel like people would be excited. It would sell five to ten million copies, and then people would move on to the next game, and that would be all she wrote. Yep. It would be, it'd be, it'd be one of those deals it. where, where they just uh, you know they just just start working on another Halo game because this, it'd be forgotten. You right. know what I mean? It'd be just kind of it's a kind of it's almost kind of like I don't know if this is a good example, but like it's almost kind of like Doom Eternal, but it's probably a really bad example. But like Doom Eternal, really well received. Everyone loves it. Everyone's happy, but. I mean, super forgettable. I'm just saying it's a hot I mean, take, well, I guess, and I don't like to have those. I, I don't necessarily agree with Josh. It's forgettable because mm-hmm. it's, it's not a forgettable experience to me. But past the DLC, the campaign DLCs, it was kind of just wow, awesome game. I bought it, I loved it. Move on to the next thing. What Halo is aiming to achieve—that's a nicer here, way to put how I feel. <laughs> yeah, like, but what, it's, what it is a good game, to, though. I liked it a lot. What Halo is aiming to achieve here is to be in that zeitgeist conversation where you know Halo Three was still being talked about online and in school and at work years after it came out yeah. and that's what they want for Halo Infinite. Well, so. Joe even mentioned in that video about streamers and seeing how they're going to take to this stuff and that's got to be such a big push for them because even going back in 2015 when Halo 5 was coming out, stream this whole streaming thing was still kind of finding its foothold. Now it's like it's a constant. It's a thing. It's it, established. It is, game. it is gaming. You, yeah. you don't really separate the two. No, you have those huge influencers now that people go to over, you know, kids watch over. Someone will say like, you know, oh, Fallout 4 is amazing. And they're like, oh, did you play it? And they're like, no, but I watched someone else play it. That's a thing now, you know. And, uh, you know, then at the same time, people will go to them over people like IGN and so on and so forth. Yeah. So I had a friend over recently who, who he considers himself like he'd mostly played Resident Evil 7. He never played it, but he watched someone play it from very beginning to end. So he yeah. feels like he's experienced it, but he never yeah. played it. So that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Um, we got one voice clip from our buddy Ryan Barca surprising us with an email. Ryan Barca. Uh, he says, he says, forgot to mention in my ramblings of a madman how much I love the multiplayer stuff too. 1010 gourmet shit right there. <laughs> Which means he probably is just talking about campaign on this one, but let's let's hear it. This this voice clip is called Protect Baby Cortana at All Costs. Oh, yeah. Oh, I speak my language, Barca. What up, what up, sacred family? It's your boy, Barca. Sitting here at 9 o'clock on a Monday. Nice. About almost 12 hours over the Monday Infinite showing, and then 24 hours over from the E3 showing. And now that I've really had time to just process everything that I saw, first off, holy friggin' hell, <laughs> I am so excited for this game. It's going to be hell perfect. Yeah. It's going back to legacy halo mixed with everything the 343's been great the last 10 years and it's going to be phenomenal and anyone that says this game is not looking good or going to perform good well you're smoking crack so that's not <laughs> smoking crack he says there are a few things that i think that are definitely worth mentioning good and bad uh, 
starting with the good, I, I think we're, it's just been so talked about, but I am so freaking relieved that they showed something with Cortana and that story. I because feel the same way. Like yeah, I agree. Giving me anxiety thinking about how are they going to tie this in and baby Cortana, yeah. she is beautiful. I will die for her. I will same. respect her at all costs. Absolutely, buddy. I think she can walk all over such me. a fascinating story element that I'm so excited to explore. It's going to bring such a different beat to Halo that we've never really seen before. And it's, I think they're doing it. That was a perfect showcasing of it. I'm so excited to see how Halo 5 is going to get the sweet resolve. I think, unfortunately, like it needs in order for the legacy of Halo 5 to like be looked upon more fondly. You know what I mean? Um, the other really good thing that I've made this comparison before with um, Halo and God of War in terms of like the E3 demo that we got last year, like the whole one shot thing. I love the really one shot. Really gave me like yeah. God of War vibes. And I don't really know how to exactly articulate it. I'm trying my very hardest. But this gave me even more God of War vibes. And I'm talking of the I new agree. God of War, not like, you know, God Kratos slaughtering everything in his sight going crazy but like mm -hmm. more intimate reserved like thoughtful Kratos and what, what I mean by that gotcha. is like just sheep floating through space everyone's kind of talked about how like we see him be so gentle with the marines that just blast on through like all the other debris including the banished and then just you could see his emotion in his body language and 343 has done such a good job at that yes dude over halo 4 and halo 5 and then like mix that with a whole one-shot sequence of cortana talking you're almost like reliving chief's story when she's like if you knew how you would die would you live differently when i, I first that. heard that i just like was thinking about like halo 3 like halo yep. 2 halo 1 the books i'm like damn there's a lot that's happened, and, like, here we are with Chief. And to bring this back to, like, God of War, it's like when you're playing as, as Kratos, like, living this new life with Atreus and everything, and, like, the things they talk about, the body language of Kratos, you're, like, thinking of, like, yeah, Kratos, like, literally destroyed the Pantheon and killed, his, killed Zeus, his father. Like, but, like, right now we're in, like, a sweet, intimate father and son moment. So to me, just seeing everything in one shot, seeing, like, everything with Chief, like, I don't know. I just think, I, I feel like 343 pulled a lot of inspiration from Santa Monica Studios. I might just be speaking straight nonsense, but like... I actually agree with just you. Just over time, that's kind of how I... Only I could really compare it to just what it felt like. And I think the other thing we're not really talking about, which I think should concern a pretty decent-sized community in Halo, is if I were to bet any amount of money right now, there's no chance Forge or theater mode launch comes out this year with the game. Yeah, I, I just don't see it. I've been wondering the same thing. No Marka. talk of Forge except Joe Staten says it like once in that Monday vid uh, doc. I guess that's what you call it. Mm -hmm. No talk of Forge. No talk of theater. Doesn't seem like there's an inside incident about that coming up anytime soon. I feel like this is going to be the thing that we're going to get that news soon. And people are going to be very disappointed, and I understand it. It's a great point. And I'm not going to defend, like, 343 doing it, but at the same time, like, they got to put this game out, you know? Like, jeez, 
I know we're all waiting. I know you guys can wait days, you know, you know years for a few naps. I don't think three four three can. I get to um, what you're saying. I get that. So I think that's something that's pretty concerning. Like, I don't think we're going to get that at launch, and I'm preparing for that now. Uh, but ultimately, from what I saw, golly, I'm <laughs> I need golly. this game to come out yesterday. Yeah. And I need to be playing this hopefully this year. And I'm right there with you, Brian. I was so friggin' pumped the whole, the whole show. And then it got to the end, and like, I just like, my breathing started like going fast. I'm like, here we go. Release date, release date, release date. Holiday 2021. And my first thought was, oh yeah, no shot. With Brian looks dead inside right now, bro. And I sat back and sucked the my joy out of me. was just like, why do you look miserable? That looks pretty cool. I'm like, we're not getting this game with you. So that was a tough pill to swallow. So I'm right there with you. That stinks. But the game looks like it's in a good direction. And it's starting to pouring rain here. So I'm going to wrap this up. I've been rambling. I love you no, guys. you're good, man. The love it. See you on the next one. And keep sacred. Thanks so much, Ryan. I uh, really appreciate that. You, you brought up a lot of good points there. I actually have a lot to say, Josh. Go ahead, bud. Go, okay. First thing I want to say is... You know, I, I think with the, as far as the story stuff goes, I think it just goes to show um, how right uh, Ian from Halo Cannon was a year ago on our podcast when he said that, you know, it, would, it wouldn't be right if they just kind of shoo, like just kind of sh- shuffled everything from Halo 5 story under the rug and didn't address it at all. Um, you know, if, if, if they wanted to reboot the series, that's one thing, but this is a soft reboot. All the lore still counts. It continues and builds from Halo 5. I think it's really good that they are addressing what happened in Halo 5 and building from it because that that preserves the integrity of the franchise. Mm. And, of course, we want it to be done in a way that's cool, in a way we like. Well, just based on that new story trailer we got from Halo Infinite with the weapon, the new Cortana, uh, the general reaction seems to be everyone loves this direction, this whole concept of like a new Cortana that's going against the old one. We really have all fallen in love with her. We all want to marry her. You know, so uh, I think I think this is a really good move, and I think if they can land it, that's how it needs to be. They need to, you know, Halo Five counted; it happened. You know, it's just it's kind of like a and I've used this comparison before. It's kind of like Resident Evil. Everyone counts Resident Evil Five and Six, but a lot of people think those games sucked, especially Six. But they count in the canon; they're there. Seven and Eight have come out, and those are games that people love. And 5 and 6 is just kind of a rough spot in the franchise. That's kind of how Halo 5 can be seen uh, narrative-wise. So as far as the campaign stuff, I completely agree with you there. Next thing I was going to say, Ryan, uh, yeah, man, the, the the release date thing really, really, really soured me. I'm still salty about it. Um, I, I think it was just ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, I mean... Where they've left us now, it has everybody wondering, can the game be delayed this year or is it going to be delayed this, this year? And to go off what you said about Theater and Forge, you know, I hadn't really thought about it and I hadn't really talked about it, but I actually agree with you 100%. I think you're absolutely right. Um, we're, if the game comes out this year, we are like five months or less away from its release. They have not, other than Joe mentioning the word one time, we have not heard at all about Forge or Theater. So I think those will be things that probably come post-launch. And so many people have said, and I don't think they're wrong, that when Halo, or when 343 releases their next Halo game, it needs to be completely full package, done, ready to go. Me and Josh have said that. We think that's true. 
Though you also made a great point, Ryan, when you said, I know you guys could wait a year for five more maps, but I don't think uh, 343 can. I think you're absolutely right, dude. The amount of money and time that's been put into this game across hundreds of developers, not only at 343, but other studios, we know like all the, we know that like a certain affinity is helping out. We know that, um, uh, what, uh, the coalition's helping out. Um, there's so much money. Yeah, so much money and time and in, in, invested in this game. It needs to come out. It needs to start generating revenue. Uh, fans are, are getting absolutely, you know, exhausted waiting for it. It was first, and this this was the 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 third, no, yeah, the third showing, fourth showing of this game. This was the fourth showing of Halo Infinite, 2018, 2019, 2020, um, So Nuts. I think you're right. It does need to come out uh, for 343, regardless of whether Theater or Forge is ready. I don't think it'll be there at launch. Me and Josh, I think we're in agreement. We would wait another year to have Forge, Theater, and more maps at launch, but I don't think they can afford it. So ultimately, great voice clip, dude. You had a lot to say. I, I pretty much completely agree with you. Um, I hope it comes out this year. Josh? Uh, yeah, dude, my dude, uh, I love hearing your enthusiasm in that clip, dude. I can tell just how freaking stoked you are. That's what I love when you guys send in clips, man. It just is so happy to see you guys like in the moment reacting to the shit live. Uh, I feed off that super nourishing. And I think it was really validating for Brian to be able to hear that someone else vocally like related to him on that release date. Cause I know that's out there and the, you know, the echelon or I'm not echelon, but just out in the general mass of like, just, you know, discussions going on out there. But, um, uh, it was just validating because, man, that really bugged him. And I get it. I get it. Um, it should bug me more, but it's just, I'm just, I'm just like, you know what? You know, I, I want this game to be, to be working and everything, and I want it to be in a good state. And it seems like you said they're making really great progress. This game looks in great shape. But I will say this, man, to be uh, uh, optimistic, it's possible the only reason we haven't seen Forge in theater is just simply because last year was the campaign, the delay, the pandemic. And we knew, it seemed like everyone knew before it was even really more or less confirmed, it was going to be multiplayer. Like we saw a campaign last year, that's all they talked about. Everyone's like, okay, what's the multiplayer look like? Now I feel like we can slowly, you know, once we get past this week, maybe they'll start to delve into that more. Because, too, that's that would buy them time to still promote the game, but not show campaign, show as little of it as possible now. And maybe that, maybe what we got with this new Cortana is like the last bit we get outside of promotional or marketing goods and stuff like that. So I'm hoping, you know, that's still in the game at launch because that should be, there's people out there who buy halos and play halos for that shit specifically. So I hope that's in there for them because that's just as a part, it's just as essential part of the experience as the multiplayer is for me as campaign is for Brian, you know, you guys too. So, um, I'm hoping I'm optimistic, but, uh, like you said, you know, I don't think 343 can afford to delay this game, but I, I, I think it's happening, you know, and I, I'm, I'm prepared for it, but I, I know for everyone else, that's, that's what's hard. Just there's the, the, there's the nerves now. There's the anxiety of like, holy shit, that if there was a time to give a release date, it was then, yo, like wh- what's going that's on? Why I'm, that's why I'm pissed because, you know, I feel like what they've, you know, I, I don't mean to sound like a drama queen, but what they've done to their fans is induce anxiety into the fan base by not giving There's us excitement and I really, anxiety, yeah. I really think I really think that we deserved that now. If you're going to talk about the date at all. Um, so, uh, yeah. Josh, hit me up with the sound. I wasn't done talking Bane. about Barky yet, though. Well, you can come back to it. Hit me up with the sound. Smart ass. Of Bane playing his first multiplayer match. Of Halo. Ah, yes. What is this first-person experience? 
Ah, Spartan. Ah, was he raised in it? Born in it, molded by it? Probably didn't see the light of day until he was six years old. Kidnapped from his family. Raised in the Spartan 2 program. I was raised by the League of Shadows. Oh, this is good. Who's killing me? What is this tea bag? Oh, I'm going to find his IP address and go to his house. <laughs> that was really good. I was holding back laughter, so you just keep going. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, dude. Okay. Barga man, yeah, totally agree with you, dude. Uh, new Cortana man. She, I, dude, if we had to cross a, a river of fire, I would just lay down immediately and say, walk over me. I saw, I, I'll do anything <laughs> for you, baby. I'll do anything. I love New Cortana. <laughs> Palmer, what even who? What? You know, like Halsey. Oh my god. Any any previous woman I've ever seen in a Halo game, right? I'm like, it's all good. You go, you go, Josh, y'all go do your thing. They Dude, so introduced the Evangeline Lily AI yet. When they do, goodbye, Cortana. Hello, Evangeline <laughs> Lily AI. You know what? But I'm just saying, like, the hair tucked behind the ear, she's got these facial expressions, everyone's just like getting hard eyes over dude like the way and, and plus i said this on twitter and i'm probably wrong on this i think blaster called me out on it because i haven't read shadows of reach which you called me out politely by the way man I, I don't i didn't take that the wrong way by the way but um it there's almost like this this feeling of like it, it let's just say we're playing off this relationship almost even though that's i don't think it's that but like however you want to read into it as a fan whether it's relation uh, romantic or platonic there's that almost feeling of like this dude basically has to go hunt and kill his ex with a girl that he's almost like maybe kind of new and reluctant to to use and, and have help with the journey. But he she's, she's helping him and he but he, he might need her. And also like through that journey, maybe he'll learn like this other person, this ex, so to speak, right, might be the one he wants to be with. But this is the one he needs to be with and should be with. And I just think and, and although, again, you can read into that, however, romantical or platonic you want. But like. I just I think if that's what they're going for, I'm gonna be someone who loves that just it, just because of it, the the relationship Chiefs had with Cortana for so long, what's happened to her, and it's a nice way to kind of put a bow on that kind of storyline, and then have this new character that can go with Chief on journeys. That's still essentially Cortana, but it's just a different version, and she's new, and we get to see that kind of um, vulnerability and that kind of uh, naivety come through that character versus Chief's experience and, and the way he reacts. I mean, dude. It's so iconic to me now. Like my favorite chief line ever, and I'm being hyperbolic when I say that, but it, it's going it's going to go down as a favorite for sure. But right now, my favorite chief line ever is when he's like, "The mission changes, always does." It's just like that moment is pure chills for me. So absolutely love her too, dude. Would do anything for her. Man, I will fight a war for her. I will go against the banished for her. Anything. anything. Like like she she's about to to put up a light bridge over the fire. And, and Josh is like, no, don't, don't exert your energy. Let's let me lay down. I'll yeah, I'll just, just walk over me. It's cool. <laughs> uh, okay, Josh, you ready to go into the business? <laughs> yeah, man. Thanks for that uh, voice clip, though, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, that was awesome. That added some sweet content to the yeah, episode. Yeah. Appreciate that, Barca. <laughs> um, if you want to become a patron, you can become a patron for as low as a dollar and get the majority of the awesome shit we have on there. We have uh, like 17 like Halo-themed metal tracks exclusive to Sacred Icon, a bunch of 
blog posts, uh, old blog posts and stuff. We have uh, video, retro video content. We got all kinds of stuff on there. Uh, for only a dollar, at five dollars, you get exclusive access to the Sacred Insider channel on Discord, where me and Josh talk more candidly behind the scenes. Uh, you also get uh, Josh and I's private blogs that go up every week on the Patreon. That's at the yeah, five. Brian just posted a new one. Really and good. at the uh, $10 tier, you get all that, plus you get one extra episode of the podcast exclusive for $10 patrons uh, a month. And we're actually going to be recording that later this week. That'll go up on the patron just for the $10 patrons. So if you want to uh, become a patron, go to uh, patreon.com slash sacrediconpodcast. If you don't want to be a patron, that's totally cool. You're a listener. That's more than we could ever ask. But we'd also ask that if you would like to, you can go to yeah. iTunes and leave a five-star review. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, guys, just, uh, uh, definitely, definitely, you're going to want to, you know, tune into that stuff. If you're liking our content right now and you just want more of Josh and Brian, you're definitely going to want to check out that $10 tier on there. It's looking pretty good. Yeah, it's looking pretty dang good. Pretty dang. Um, and when you leave that five-star review, uh, you can you can say on there anything you want Brian, as long as it's five-star. Yeah. I want you to leave a five-star review on these nuts. Oh, you know what? I would if it give me five stars. <laughs> uh, Got him. Yeah. Got him. Uh, yeah. So go ahead and, and leave a comment on the five star review, like, "Hey, I want Brian to say Josh hit me up the sound of," or "Hey, Josh, I want you to drop these nuts at this time for the podcast." Uh, that's hilarious. Drop right now. Uh, drop right now. But uh, yeah, guys. So that's the patron. Uh, and if you want to find Josh on Twitter, he is at Jurassic Joshy. Bang. Uh, if you want to find me, I am at Brian's Bane. Bang, bang. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, and we're constantly dropping uh, content on the Twitter to keep you hyped, to keep you entertained until Halo Infinite eventually does come out. We've been posting on the Twitter multiple times daily for about 500 plus days now. So you can count on us even if Halo gets delayed till 2030. We're going to be there. So that's uh, at Sacred Icon Pod. If you want to send us an email or a voice clip, send it to sacrediconpodcast at gmail.com. We love you guys. And we really love our patrons. So here we go, Josh. Our first patron, latest patron, is Lieutenant Cameron 88. Thank you so much, dude. Dude. You contributed so much. Man, and you're so nice and everything. Oh, man. I love you. You're just such a cool person. Thank you. Next, we got the football player. Colton Pittman, thank you so much. Colton Pittman, gonna ha- pick him on my fantasy draft roster for sure. Kindful, he's very kindful. Thank you for being kind. Dude, isn't that Love great? It. I just picture rainbow. Very enunciated. Love it. Rob Cheeseman, you still haven't talked to me to let me know if uh, it's actually pronounced Cheeseman or not, but dude, provolone, I want it. Thank you. <laughs> I'll try uh, Moonster. I don't give a shit, man. Thirty-two. Next, we got Rodan, dude. <laughs> Rodan, become, uh, dude. Rodan's regular great. Part. Yeah, Love dude. Ro- Grant, Rodan. I've said Rogrand. <laughs> Rodan, Ro-Grand. you're such a staple now. Thank like you I so love much you for dude. your support. Yeah. Next, we got butter my waffles. Butter my waffles. Um, dude, I some had extra pancakes yesterday, and now I'm wanting waffles. Thank you. Mm, so much for your support. Next, we got the big bold palm bear. Thank big you so much bear? for your support. Yes, dude. <laughs> Next, we got Josh's friend David. Goes by Nerva. Love yes, you, bro. thank you, David. Love you, man. Hope you're enjoying this new content. DC Outlaw. Dropping that DC content oh, all the time. Yeah, Thank dude. You, Descending from the ceiling with that web coming from his butthole is Caleb Webster. The bear Thank you so much. Just a web, and he just drops down. He's like, hey, guys. I'm like, Jesus playing, like, fucking Christ. <laughs> he comes down playing electric guitar while he's descending. He's like, I'm making tunes for Sacred Icon. <laughs> uh, like the opening of Sweet Child of Mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next, we got Chris Greco, Migeco, Greco, Migeco, Greco, Migreco. Thank you so much, Chris Greco. Oh my God, that's iconic, dude. That's Josh a, is like, how does that even happen? I can't believe Brian. I'm so Tony, honest. 
I hate keep Helen keep uh, keep that hype going. Don't don't let yourself see too much information. Don't even love, love you, love you. Next, we got the CEO of the cereal factory. It's Nicholas Terry, Nicholas which is number Terry. one brand. Fresh to death in a suit, making decisions every day. Thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Adam Sandler. He didn't do a great job on Pixels, but Pixel Freaks, <laughs> great movie. Thank you. Own so much it now in 4K UHD. <laughs> not the jack of all grunts. He's not the queen grunt. He's the king grunt. Thank you so much, bro. Absolutely. Um, how long would I have to grow up my facial hair to have a handlebar mustache like Aries? Sometimes I don't even I don't need know. to know who Brian. It would take. It would take forever. But thank, thank you so, you so much, much Aries. Next, we got Alex Diaz. Thank you so much. Alex for Diaz with that iconic name, Staple. Mm. Love it, uh, dude. I really wish George Lucas would 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 show you any any love, but he can't because he you know what? I want to so know the story of the Montana, <laughs> Montana Menace, dude. There's a story that's yeah. completely. Yeah. Tell us why you're Montana Menace, because it might not actually. I want to hear it. George I want to see that movie though. Next, it's I got your potato. I got your potato. Oh, thank you Montana so Menace much. is a found. Montana Menace is a is a found footage. Uh, film about uh growing crops um, <laughs> but uh one, one of these days got, guys, i'm gonna write some short story maybe it's like for halloween or something of like every one of you patreon guys and get you in yeah the, yeah in you there. all come together in one place it's yeah. like knives out <laughs> knives out of the patreon yeah um josh what uh what's green plumber go by you fucking ouija get Thanks back so here much for the support for the music i had at the end of the last two episodes oh dude that, that was a lot i know a lot of you guys hear that stuff but it's one of those things it's a good case of, you know, Brian and I sometimes, we don't know whether you guys enjoy these, this specific aspect or this thing because we only know what you guys, you know, verbalize and stuff. So it means a lot that you vocalize that, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Josh, do you ever feel in, in, inferior because we have a patron with the name Joshy Big Boy? I do, like absolutely. You but like you know Joshy what? I look Small at him Boy? and I'm like, you know what? He should be at the tip top, the toppermost of the poppermost, the top drawer of Josh's. Absolutely. Love him. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. For, for the support, man. We got Ryan Barca, who not only is a patron supporter, but gave us that dope, dope voice clip. clip. Dude, I love Barca's voice, too. Thank man. you so much, dude. Such a chill, dude. Hell yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, Dustin Mandre. Dustin Mandre. Dude, I love interacting. Anthony Nicolosi. Anthony uh, I, get a lot of, I get a lot of cool tips from him behind the scene. Really appreciate uh, behind the scenes. No really one can wear a hat better than Anthony. Oh, dude. I can't. I just bought my like Jurassic a, Park hat recently, and I put that on, and I was like, what the fuck? I can't. You're like, yeah, I put on a hat that's like, you look like Bozo the Clown, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wear <laughs> I'm only going to wear Anthony, that hat when I mow now, I've decided. <laughs> yeah. Anthony, yeah, he needs he needs to have a hat. He looks hat. fresh, dude. He pulls Corey Hanks, thank you for uh, always dropping your opinions, uh, whether they're good or bad. You're very uh, concise about the way you, you say what you mean. and, and uh, you're Dude, so I love you so much, man. You have been such a, a boost to the community. And, you know, everyone has in their own way, but you brought so much to the table. And I just love who you are as a person. I love your vibes, man. And you're such a supportive dude. Thank you so much. He's awesome, dude. He's awesome. Uh, next, we got the dude who has the world record for the longest voice clip and an awesome voice. It's Preyanchu. Preyanchu, another good you, friend bro. of mine. Talking Love with you. him is really cool. That dude is totally a dime. Mm, Man, he is awesome. Great. Love that dude. I love getting to have our conversations when we do. Just so many good things to say about him. I could fill up an entire episode with it. Thank you, buddy. Oni BB and hey, baby. Spicy Meme Lord Photon. Spicy we're mean we're Lord glad Photon. you guys are back. We missed you. It wasn't the same without you. Love both you guys. Uh, Oni, working that night shift just like me on the night shift. Uh, and then Photon with those hot spicy memes coming back. It's so good to have those again. Next, we got some protein jugs. Protein jugs. I like how they still got them. protein jugs. Like I've always question. wanted protein jugs. Dude, what <laughs> if there was like, what if in that new Mombasa map on Infinite, they had like a little whey, whey container in the corner, like a whey protein container? Oh, dear Lord. Like, this is where Chief got <laughs> built for that new Mombasa. 
Uh, next, we got dropping in from the ceiling with that chili, Hormel Chili Double XP. It's MH Cosplay. Oh my you, God, bro. from the cryptum itself. Mm. Monkey Cosplay. Mm. Thank you, buddy. Love next, you. we got the genius himself, Genesis. Thank you so much. Genesis, Mr. Big Brain. Ian Big Dog Mills, prepare for that esports. It's coming, bro. You're going to be going Man, hard. That dude is esports. Love you. Hey, Nick, you've been supporting us for a long time. Thank you so much, bro. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Hope you're doing well, man. We got the guy who's moderating and always improving the Discord. It's Jondon. Thank you so Jondon much. Jondon, the Crimson Serial. Come 13 the sky in a remastered version of Crimson Skies. Very nice. Except Thank I hate Ryan. That was actually really Crimson good. Skies yeah, reminds me of it. Roland. I hate Roland. Roland sucks. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Roland. I hope he's not. I hope he's not. In oh, England, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, next, you have one million women in one room, all trying to get just, oh just a touch. Oh my god, the number Trevor is Pokey. <laughs> Trevor Pokey, they love you. You're a suave dude, and you're the lead singer of Fuel. Thank you. Yes. yes. Next, next we got the Shipleys. I I heard Kirsty firing off about what she thought of uh, that campaign moment, uh, and she just dude, really excited. I'm so jazzed for her because when I saw that too, I think I, we might have mentioned that in the last episode. But dude, it was one of those things. One of the people I thought about where I was like, man, Halo she has vibes. got to love this. I think you actually said it. Credit goes to you. She got to got to try a little bit. <laughs> she <laughs> loves that romantic crap. <laughs> I really threw Josh off there. He's not I get that animated. That is like, holy shit. <laughs> Next, we got the OG podcaster, Dust. Thank <laughs> Dust you so much for your support, you bro. So much, man. Josh is just fired up over there. That was amazing. Next, dude. we got the dude who's always trying to trip Matthew Salvatore, take him out. It's like the parent trap. Glass, thank you so Glass. much for your support. Dropping those and finally, we have Matthew Salvatore. The Minnesota Justice League knew it needed more. But, guys, guys, he's just an all around great guy. Does some amazing stop motion Lego stuff, or, or you know, what is it? Builds with bricks. I always forget the name of it. I'm sorry, I'm a noob. But dude, you do some amazing stop motion videos with that. Love your content. Love what you and Tom do with uh, Podcast Evolved. All you guys are great. Love you so much. This podcast wouldn't be what it is without all you guys and all you listening that aren't a part of the Patreon but can subscribe at patreon.com slash sacred icon podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Uh, I, 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 it reminds me of, uh, I'm not a sports ball person, but you know when a team <laughs> Jesus when a team picks up like like a clutch player who's going to completely change their team and okay. take them to the you know NFL or what or not NFL wow to the Super Bowl or whatever um, that's what it yep, felt like when it's definitely sports pod, ball for you yeah it's sports ball it's all right. uh, that's what it felt like when podcast evolved picked up Matthew Salvatore and Tom Jurassic yeah they got dude. those the, it, it enhanced their team so much and podcast evolved is already great they're even better now Absolutely. love those love those guys over there but guys that was another episode that me and Josh promised ourselves we would come in just around we're almost hour. at two hours and, and we were, we're like almost hour at two 20. hours because we just enjoy what we do we love you guys so much we hope you enjoyed the uh the multiplayer video that um 343 released and you're gonna have a new episode in just a few days after we get the the halo waypoint stuff and all that goody 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 stuff so um man i hope they can just keep dropping that content this is a great time to be a halo fan halo infinite looks great we're so excited Hell's hopefully yeah. we get that release date i sure hope so <laughs> but as always guys Keep it sacred here on the Sacred Icon Podcast. Peace.